A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit whalenbaymarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Good morning and welcome to the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favor, Captain Kirk Waltz, Jeff Loggum, Chris Wayne spinning the hits, and we are live once again at Fish Bites. Fish Bites. On the it's, front porch. Yeah, on the front porch. Actually a perfect uh, scenario. You know, you got a little bit of cloud cover to keep the sun off our head. I, yeah. thought, I thought about that this morning. I thought, this going to be much nicer sitting there this morning. Last time we got the once that sun came up, it got heated. And it's rained, so it cooled everything off yep. last night. So it's very pleasant in here yes. right now. Under and uh, ra- radar looks good. Radar looks good. So far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So hopefully it stays good. Yeah. For at least till 10 o'clock. Yeah. 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 And, and, and for the for the weekend anglers. Yeah. You know, I mean, they uh, you know they had, they had a good weekend last weekend. And it uh, looks like they're going to have a good weekend this weekend. A little, little breeze out of the south. Well, Jeff and I, you know, we're, we're looking at the ocean as we drove, yeah. drove down. Mm-hmm. And uh, the wind was out of the southwest. Ocean's pretty calm. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty flat. And mm-hmm. I we and uh, just I just pulled up the radar and I'll do a weather report here in just a minute. Brought to you by the Bearded Pig, the best barbecue in Jacksonville. Uh, there was a yesterday they were calling for an eighty percent chance of rain today, which was showers and thunderstorms. Right. So I was like, oh boy, that's not good, right? Right. And uh, but there's there's a line of storms, but it's all staying down towards Palm Coast. Yeah, I they mean, tell so, here. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, hopefully it stays you know, yep. down there and south so that we're clear. You yeah, know? yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I got some seminars to do today too. Yeah, so. you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that's yeah. what kind of what's happening here yeah. the, at Fish Bites Trading Post here in St. Augustine. You're doing two seminars, one at eleven, one at eleven, and, and one, one at, at two, two. Okay. And uh, they've got all kinds of deals going on here at Fish Bites Trading Post. Uh, they got. Uh, uh, Twice the ice machine here. By the way, that that, that has become. The most popular ice machine in St. Augustine. Seriously, um, all uh, the, all the charter captains talk about it. Yeah, because you get for five dollars, you get sixty pounds. That's incredible. That's a deal. There, it, it, well, I, again, for sixteen pounds at Comanche Cove or at the ramp, for sixteen pounds, it's five bucks. Ooh, and you're getting sixty here, sixty, which 60. is five. 
And folks, if you come out here and you fill your cooler up and you put ice in it and you put your Corona beer in there, don't leave your Corona beer trash over here. That's not cool. That's real uncool. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. I had to pick that up this morning in a parking lot. It's a nice store. Ain't no sense in that, you know? Pick (laughs) up after yourself. See, the problem See, it's Corona drinkers. That's the problem. It's it's Corona drinkers. Hey, I like Corona. Listen, well, there you go, you you litter bug. I'll drink a Corona, but dog on it. There's a garbage can here. Put the trash in the garbage can. Yeah, you left the trash there, Jeff. That's what it is. And now we've we've figured it out already. I know how you like to litter. I just thought it was rude. (laughs) Well, had to mention it. That's rude. If it's Corona light, then it might be mine. You know, but it, but that's I, I even worse. I, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with Chris on the Corona light thing. Yeah, no, but, it's water. But, yeah, it's water. I know, but it's that's like, what's like, that's what I like about it. Yeah, yeah, when no, it's, it's a it's hot it's day at the no, beach, it's, it's give like, me a Corona you, light. You, you Why don't dad, you drink a he, lemonade? He did the Modella. You 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 went with the Ultra. I mean, come on, Ultra's like water. Man, I'd rather just drink a Budweiser Long Neck. Absolutely, Schulte got me on that. Ultra thing. He's one that turned me on two years ago. Really? Man, yeah. give me a Guinness. Uh, yeah. Oh, God, no. no. Great check. Can't do that. Yeah. No, my brother-in-law drinks that old dark beer. I can't uh-huh. drink that. I can't drink a dark beer. You're all wussies. Our, 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 our good buddy Chris Stevens, whose boat is Beer Money, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Works for Anheuser-Busch. That's right. The last time when I, I told you guys when I went there, I still haven't found my damn flip-flop. Oh, but, that's unbelievable! Yeah, How, yeah and it's that crazy. grass is so. We'll long. send out an expedition. That, that, that clover, that patch. clover, my yeah, gosh! But, but he had. I bet you one of the cows ate it. it, it, it cows are known to eat. They'll I, eat I crazy things now. I, I, I don't doubt it. So mm. he had what he calls he calls newbies, <laughs> which is a day old beer. Okay, you you, 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 you can taste the difference. He, he got really. It. You damn right. Oh, I bet he can drink. So wait a minute, wait a minute. He had newbies yes. from Anheuser Busch. Yes. Yeah, he's taking it right out of the he's keg. Taking, taking it right out. I mean, so a, a long neck Budweiser newbie, uh, a day old, is unbelievable. I really? bet it does oh, taste good. It tastes totally fresh. I mean, it's yes. I'll I'll hook you guys up. Yeah, I'd yeah, love to have a newbie. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. yeah. I you yeah. know here's the thing. I can imagine that. I'll drink a regular beer. Yeah. But man, I can't drink many of them. No, I can't. It, 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 I'm, I'm not. I just get bored. Did, I feel bloated. Oh, I yeah. It but fills when me you up. were when you were in college, <laughs> oh, I drink a case. That's yeah. Okay, that's my point. <laughs> I mean, now I, it's just only called, do that uh, once, but you'll do it. The, the beer just kind of primes the pump. You know what I mean? <laughs> then you, you you gotta you gotta go elsewhere. Yeah, a couple beers. Jeez. Yeah, but it's like fresh food. You think about it. You, it is. You, you take fried chicken. You put it in the air fryer. Yeah, it comes out. It's crispy. It's delicious. You put it in the refrigerator and pull it back out the next day and try to do it. It doesn't taste. You got to take yeah. the skin off. It yeah. doesn't. It doesn't taste. Here, here, skunky here. beer's no good, man. It just don't taste. No, it's not. Yeah. All right, hey, Chuck's calling in. He wants okay. to chime in on the beer. Okay, oh, okay, cool. okay. Yeah. So let's uh, let's bring up Chuck. Good morning, Chuck. Hey guys, love the show. Um, so you know the old story about um, how is. Uh, Corona light and making love in a canoe similar. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> hey, this is good. Okay. Yeah. How? I'm how glad it's early. How are uh, making love in a canoe and Corona light similar? Yeah, they're both effing near water. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! The what? <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a beep. You got to beep it. Easy. We'll have the FCC on top of us. 
<laughs> That's, that was funny. That is I didn't funny. hear the line. It's, uh, the, so it, so it, we'll have to tell you off the air. Yeah, no, you can we'll tell, tell me. Just bleep yeah, it out. Yeah. So it, they're, they're they're both close to effing water. Uh, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's good. Oh man! So anyway, we're where? That's a good way to start That's our show. That's a great way to start I our like show. That. Awesome! Now right, let's like- jump right into the uh, into the weather and the tides. Uh, Weatherport brought to you by the Bearded Pig, best barbecue <laughs> in Jacksonville. And uh, it looks like this. By the way, it's been, it was a fantastic week. It finally, was finally. God, it was it was such a great week to be a charter captain. We got a high finally. pressure east yeah. of the region this weekend. The high will move further to the east on Monday as a weak trough moves southeast into the area Monday into Monday night. High pressure building to the north Tuesday, then northeast Wednesday through Thursday. So, what does this mean? Uh, today we have a small craft exercise caution advisory. South winds fifteen to twenty knots. Yep decreasing to 10 to 15 knots. Seas 2 to 3 feet with a dominant period of 5 seconds. Chop on the intercoastal. Chance of showers and a chance of thunderstorms. Mm. Tomorrow, south winds 5 to 10, becoming southeast 10 to 15 in the afternoon. 2 to 3 with a period of 9 seconds. Slight chance of showers in the morning and a slight chance of thunderstorms. A chance of showers in the afternoon. Monday, south winds 5 to 10, seas 2 feet. A light chop on the intercoastal and a Ooh. chance of showers and a slight chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. Tuesday, southeast winds 5 to 10 knots, seas 2 feet. Now, typically when you have those kind of winds, the inland forecast is going to be a little bit on the warm side. Yeah. Uh, today, highs 82 86 tomorrow, 85 Monday, and again, inland, chances of rain are 60, 40, 40, and all that range, Tuesday high of 84, so uh, that's your... 84 is not bad. With forecast. No, no I'll take that. Bad. 84. And, and, and now, the, yesterday, when I got to the boat ramp yesterday, I was telling Jeff, it felt like 96. You know, it, it was hot. It, it, and it's interesting because when you're offshore, man, it just feels so damn good. I, I, oh, I agree. Oh, my gosh. And then you get back to Comanche Cove and you're like, oh. It's hot. <laughs> I came in to crack yeah. yesterday and made it to the Navy base. And when you hit the base right you, at the now, end of the airstrip. You, you did what to the crack? We call that going through the crack. Coming into Mayport. Coming into Mayport. Okay. Back through the crack. Just confirming that because after yeah. the up and water thing. Yeah. I, you know. No, yeah. back. Just, so a lot of times when we go in and out and if there's not. There wasn't a lot of people fishing yesterday. It was me <laughs> and Dennis Young and a couple of other captains. You, you and so go, when we come in, so we go, let go everybody know that we're back back through the crack. So you go, you go in and out of the crack? Is what you, it, you say, it used to be, I'm going back to the hill. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, that sounds much better, doesn't it? Yeah, well, who, who came up with the crack thing? Yeah. Dennis, Dennis actually came <laughs> up with that. I have to think, that sounds like something Dennis. Dennis yep. came up with that, yeah. back through the crack. <laughs> So anyway, you know, we all get a big chuckle out of it. But, I'll, I'll bet. You know, but everybody I'm, listens. I'm yeah. chuckling Shag right it. now. Listen, I mean, yeah. look at it. Everybody's yeah. listening. Anyway. I'm headed it, back towards the hill to it go, was a, go, go, through the crack. go through the crack. Yeah. It, was, it was a 15-degree difference from the yeah. point of being I at the tip of the rocks when you hit the Navy base. It was like you hit this cushion of warm air. Yeah. It's like, golly, that's warm. It, yeah. It, yeah, it is. It's 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 remarkable. Um, all All week offshore, it was just like. It was air conditioning, you yeah. know, because water temperatures seventy eight, seventy eight. It's, you know, it's still warm. cool. Yeah, it's still cool. It's you still know? very cool. It's, you know, seventy eight, seventy eight. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. saying that's still cool? That is for this time of the year. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. maybe, but I mean, that's not exactly. I wouldn't 
classify that as cool. I think that's, you know, compared to what we should be at, I think we should be in the, the low 80s by now. That's what I think. But we've had all these nor'easters. Look yeah. at the nor'easter we had, what? Five days. It was crazy. Yeah, five days. I mean, we've hardly fished offshore in the last month and a half, maybe two or three times. Well, I can tell you that, that last week nobody fished. That's right. Right, And then and then the week before, it was uh, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, which was, it was beautiful. Yeah, and, right. And, and all of us caught fish. And then this week um, it was, was every day, and I, and, and I, I, See the forecast; it's going to be pretty for the next three or four days, yes. you know, at least. Yeah. And, and so, um, for anyone who's fishing St. Augustine today, if they're listening, they're going to the ramp. There's been plenty of bait um, south, and there's been plenty of bait right there on the north bar. It's been pretty easy to find. There's been plenty of pelicans diving on it. Yeah, but are there any fish out there to be caught? Fishing's been <laughs> unbelievably good. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you this, and. We don't do this, but the guys that are going to the break have had probably one of the most incredible weeks of fishing. Yeah, dol- ever. dolphin fishing is okay. off the chain. What is the break? Um, Sixty miles. It's fifty miles out of St. Augustine, but um, which is basically Gulf Stream, Elton Bottom out beyond to the Gulf Stream. Yeah, yeah. you're going to the edge I, of the Gulf Stream. I think that. Hey, I can tell you this: if Ed Malin goes offshore, yeah, from Angie Subs. And he catches some dolphin. Yeah, it's got to be good. Fish has got to be good. Got to be good. Got to be good. I agree. By, by the way, uh, all of us have some mahi coming. Oh, nice. Oh, yep. that'd be yep. nice. Yep. yep. Captain Brian Sage had had two really good days. Sweet. And um, Is he bringing it today? No, next weekend. Oh, yep. that's cool. Yep. That yeah. He totally said. Cool. He said. Look, he said I'll vacuum seal it. And, just and that's uh, awesome. I'll Thank you, Brian. Yep. Get get some for me and just save it because I'll be out. Uh, I got you. <clears> next weekend. I got you. Be in the Bahamas. But but here's here's the crazy thing. There has been like eight or nine out of St. Augustine blue marlin caught, caught this, already this week. Hmm. This week, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy numbers. Crazy wow. numbers. Uh, somebody had a triple header. Wow. Triple header on blue marlin. On blue marlin. Well, you know what I've yeah. noticed wow. too. Is but if the if the, and we talked about this on the forecast, I'm sorry. If the dolphin are here that way, the marlin are going to be here because that's what they eat. They eat them. Yeah. So the, and the dolphin they're catching are quality. I mean, thirty to fifty pounders. Oh, it, it, it's I've seen two or three up up towards fifty. So, so beautiful fish. There's, there's been two over sixty caught this week. Wow, Ooh. numerous over big 50. old bulls. Yeah, yeah. Which a, a male dolphin they call a bull, right? That's and right. then the female they call a call them a cow. Cow. Yep. Which is kind of odd, right? I mean, you're talking about fish, fish. Yeah, I know. and a male's a bull and a female's a cow. Mm. You know, is that the only fish that that that's the terminology for no sheephead you call a female a sow and we call a males a buck okay but it's yeah I mean, but it's, that, that's a lot of fish you call that yeah but i mean you think about it i mean think think about bass on the bed yeah you gotta catch the buck first yeah. right you know that's right yeah but that yeah the kirk's terminology is is kind of for all fish i agree but a bull and a cow to use the bovine terms, okay, uh-huh. that's, does it? Does that apply to any other fish? I I, I agree. I, 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 no. I don't know. I don't think so. It's uh-huh. it's only dolphin, and, and why? Yeah. Why is that only dolphin? Yeah. I don't know. All right, let's uh, let's do a tides report. Brought to you by Angie Subs, which I uh, happened to visit there on Thursday. Got me a Doctor Banks Griffey and a French fry uh-huh. and a sweet tea. <laughs> Extra. Peruvian to dip it in. And it was, uh, well, actually, what I do is I have one hand on the sandwich 
And the other one, one hand on the bottle. proving bottle, and I squeeze and bite, <laughs> squeeze and bite, <laughs> squeeze and bite. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Mayport, Bar Pilot Dock. Today there's a low tide at 7.50 a.m. 2.07 p.m. this afternoon is a high tide. That's going to be a 4.28. 7.56 p.m. tonight is going to be another low tide, and that will be a .19. Let's take a break. And uh, we come back, uh, we'll talk to you, 904-641-1010. But if you'd like to talk to us in person, we are live in St. Augustine at the Fish Bites Trading Post. Mm-hmm. And uh, directions for folks. What uh, What's the name of the road here? So you come down US-1 and you take either a right or left coming boat, north or south by boat, Moe's. Boat Nick's, right? Boat Nick's Road. Yeah. Boat Nick's no- Road. Yep. Yeah. And uh, it's right next to the St. Augustine Oyster and Fish House. Right. Yep. And right next, right across the street from the Home Depot. Yep. And exactly, right next door. I mean, we're literally the side of the Home Depot. I could throw a baseball and hit yep. the building. Even with my arm uh, today, I, uh, yeah. I could throw a baseball and hit that. You think? Yeah. I don't like your chances. <laughs> Do we get- <laughs> Uh, yep. So if somebody, I, can, if somebody, I if need somebody, a lot of warming up. If somebody comes that's funny, to see favor. Us bring a baseball. baseball. Yeah. Yep. That's funny. Uh, uh, after looking at it again, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know if I can make it there. You might make it across the street. Uh, yeah. that's, a, that's a poke, man. It's further than you think it is. Well, I mean, it's yeah. really yeah. not. But, but with our shoulders. When you're older, yeah. 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 All right, uh, 904-641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC (laughs) Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the uh, Nimnik Outdoor Show, and we have a forklift. Is uh, is that going back and forth behind us here endlessly? Uh Yeah, they're moving some timber around. You know what? Those things are... Have you ever driven one? I have not. Ever yeah, they're, a they're actually kind of fun. Yeah, uh, I'll bet. So I, uh, <laughs> you know, we always talk about our sponsors. Uh, by, by the way, real quick, yeah. uh, this song is off of the uh, Bone Collector yes. album that we talked about last week. If uh, if anybody would like to get some really cool songs for the outdoors when it comes to hunting and fishing, that Bone Collector 10-year anniversary album that is out. Have some great music, great titles, great lyrics, and Chris, this one is called what? Just like me. Just like me. Just like yep. me. Here it comes right now. Just like me. What timing? That was radio yeah. brilliance. And and here's the thing. These are good songs. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they're, they're not like, I, they're I, not I, like I haven't listened to it yet, but I don't know what, what you've played so far. Yeah. Yeah, they're not like cheesy spoof right. parody records. They're good. No, right. no, exactly. So I, I, I got to tell you about the uh, the, the trifecta of, of sponsors this week for me, right? I was still having some problems with my brakes, some issues. On your truck? Yeah. And, and so I had called Danny at tire outlet mm-hmm. and and, and I, I told him the issue and he goes give me a day to research it of, of what's going on because he said i'm not sure well anyway he calls me back and says this is what i think it is and he said that he said it should either be a, a recall or under warranty you know and he goes you know call claude nolan so i called mark and yeah. claude nolan and he set me up an appointment at 7 30 on monday morning and so I had my trailer, my single axle trailer that I've been pulling back and forth to Georgia, moving furniture. Right. I 
I told you guys the tires were were gone on the trailer. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. So I show up at Tire Outlet at seven o'clock with that trailer. With that trailer, I drop it off. I go to Claude Nolan, and Paula, who's the best at Claude Nolan, she runs the outside. Uh huh. Gets me in right. Two hours later, truck's completely fixed and washed, as you can see. <laughs> it's clean. Which is it looks it looks Shiny. it looks amazing. I, I I go back. My trailer's done. Yeah. Pick my trailer up. I go. Did they wash your trailer too? No, but it looked really good with brand new tires on it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I go home and I had a little issue at the house with the AC think uh. pins at the house. <laughs> so outdoor sponsors. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying, you know. And when we pulled up, uh, yep. Cap- Captain Kirk and I met this morning, <laughs> so we'd ride down together. And uh, we, you know, with uh, cost fuel is what it is. Yes. We figured we'd save. Mm-hmm. You know, we're carpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we carpool, and uh, we pull in. Uh, we actually beat Kevin here, and he pulls in. You, know, you pull in your truck. Yeah. I'm like, that kind of looks like Kevin, but that's not Kevin. Yeah, Jeff goes, that, that's not Kevin's truck. It's too clean. It's too clean. <laughs> that can't be his truck. I have never seen you. The only time I've ever seen you drive a clean truck mm-hmm. is is within a day or two of you buying a truck. That's probably true. Yeah. Never that's have that's you that's ever had a truck that you've owned for more than two days that's ever been as clean as that. You know, and, and, and I don't I, I literally have got to ask Mark this and I took a picture of it. I I want to know what they put on those wheels to get them that clean. It's they, pretty shiny. They 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 sprayed it with something because <laughs> you, you know, even the sideboards that yeah. have that chrome on them. Yeah. They, they, that, that Georgia clay. Oh yeah. It it, it just like but, but it's gone. I mean they it's awesome. shiny. Awesome. Looks I, good. I, yeah it does. It looks good, doesn't it? Looks good. So I wanted to share I can't st- wait to get clay on it. Uh, uh, sure. Yeah, exactly. See if it washes and, and, off. And he's not a guy. Yeah, yeah. It's actually dirt. Yeah. There was, uh, uh, when we were talking earlier about the Bone Collector album, love music. We all we, we all love music. Yeah. And so last weekend I had the opportunity to go and watch a bluegrass band live. Mm-hmm. You guys have remembered me talking for years about it as a kid. The one instrument I always loved mm-hmm. was a banjo. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know. Oh yeah, people can make it's all a great instrument deliverance jokes that they want. Right, it really I, is. I just love the sound of a banjo, mm-hmm. especially if somebody knows how to play it. So, uh, so I had the opportunity. I'm going to tell everybody about this, and at some point, I'll let you. I'll give you the exact date, but in, here in a minute. But when when I got drafted by the Jets, this is a cool story, and it doesn't really have anything to do with the outdoors, Folks, but, but it's a cool story because it's. Music. It is a cool story. Get your pen and the paper out because you you got to follow. No, this. I'm not going to. I'm not going <laughs> to give you. Kevin and I really had to lean in on this one, but go ahead. <laughs> when I when I got drafted by the Jets, right uh-huh. in the video department, there was two guys in our video department in New York. Uh, the head guy was named was Jim Pons, and the assistant video director was John Sider. Well, Jim Pons was a former member of the Leaves, which was a band in the '60s that Pat Boone actually was their manager. Oh wow! Which, by the way, Pat Boone uh, was born yeah. in Jacksonville. That's right. And then he left the Leaves to join the Turtles right at the time when their famous song, So Happy Together, came out, mm-hmm. and which was number one Go ahead, in the U.S. And, and on the top of the charts in the world at that time. This was back in the Beatles' day. Well, Jim eventually left the Turtles and then joined Frank Zappa, his band. 
and the mothers of invention. And the mothers of invention. Yep. Okay, the other guy, the assistant video director, was John Sider. Yep. He was uh, in a band, eventually left that band and joined the Turtles, and then also was with Spanky and the Rascals. Spanky and the Rascals. Spanky. All right, so anyway, Jim Pons retired from the New York Jets video department, moves down here, his wife is a doctor, and his love and passion has always been bluegrass. Well, he joined a band down here in Jacksonville, and it's called Lonesome Ride, and they play at uh, Ronnie's Wings down at Green Coast Spring every third Sunday of the month, and went and saw them on Sunday. Awesome. All right, so you you, you lead me to... I love bluegrass. Four bands. Right, four bands. You, you lead me to something that I was going to ask you guys. This is funny. We're talking about music. And uh-huh. I, we'll, we'll get off the subject. Yeah. So I go into Circle K, green right. store, right, the other day. And they had the music playing kind, kind of loud, which it was kind of, it was kind of cool. Which Circle K? Uh, I, well, there's two, there's two new ones by my house. There's one north and there's one south of, okay. uh, of, of me. Where's, there's one by Palencia and there's uh, another one um, just just before you get into the city. So I go, I go into the Circle K, and there's music, and, and I start humming the, the song, and, and it, it, was, it was do a little dance. Well, here, here, <laughs> I so, get a little love. So, so here's get down tonight. So, so here's my question. It wasn't like, um, I, dude, I'm a, I'm a huge country guy. Okay. And I love Southern rock, the old Southern rock. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. This is this is so far a- away from that that if some redneck saw me humming this song you go like favor like what are you doing what were you humming well no i gotta ask you guys so if if do you have somebody that that you like that maybe is like not in your genre um, i mean somebody, musically yeah I, I i like all i like i like music across all spectrums okay i, I, know I do too do. i'm the same uh, way yeah even classical if it's right. good but this was this was like the only thing one i'm not a, a big fan of of Okay, I'm not a big fan of classical. Right. Oh no. Okay, I'm no. not. I'm not a huge fan of jazz. Right. Okay, I'm not a huge fan of rap. Right. Uh, I love bluegrass, yeah. R&B, country, well, this rock was, and roll. This was this was Lionel Richie. Oh yeah. And and, yeah. and, and, and he's good. I, 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 I like him. I, he was. He, you know, they were awesome. Hey, and he had. Uh, he, what band did he play in? The Commodores. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, Commodores. yeah, yeah. But anyway, I thought he was a judge. I was sitting there, I was on sitting American there, Idol, you know, humming Lionel Richie and Circle K, and I'm thinking, oh my God, what am I doing? <laughs> Which you know? song? Uh, hello. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hello. Exactly. Is that's it, Chris? You're that's it. That's I knew it was coming. Yeah, I'm humming that in the circle. Uh, sing it, Chris. I'm, I'm, I'm sing it. I see going, it in your eyes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, you know what I had to do since I did that? I had to go buy a Budweiser. Uh, I see it in your smile. <laughs> that's it. That's it. You're all I, I, I ever wanted. I probably wouldn't have been humming good. Lionel Richie. No. No. I did. I, love I did. You. I found myself. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> But it was, it was, it was, it, like I, I just, said. I, I, look, I, I like music. I yeah. love, love live music. And uh, I, every chance that I can get to go and see some music. And this year I have seen some really good shows, Did man. You, you went to Aaron Lewis? Aaron Lewis was fantastic. Wow. The yeah. venue? Uh, it was the uh, the Or- one. Orange Park? Yeah, over in Orange Park off of, uh, at the college campus. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Oh, gosh. Was, okay, he, I'll think yeah, yeah. was he at yeah. Thrasher Horn? Thrasher Horn, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. At Thrasher Horn, which was a great venue. Mm-hmm. Great venue. I want to say we were like five rows back, 
ground right in the middle. I mean, Score, look at you go. My sister's coming down weekend yeah. after next to go see Paul McCartney in Orlando. So, Is that right? Yeah. Uh, uh, that's that's awesome. So speaking yeah. of that, they're going um, on Wednesday, I took Doug Wenzel, and he took two of his buddies, Chris and Dennis. And, I, you know, talking, and, and, and Chris, uh, you know, he'll tell you, he goes, I'm land rich. You know, money poor, cash poor, and and so he's like, hey, he goes, I gotta show you this this bass this guy got in my pond, mm-hmm. you know. So he picks up this picture and he says, it's eleven and a half pounds. Look at that. And it was Scotty Brown. No way. <laughs> yeah, it's Chris's property. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <that's cool. laughs> I'm like, I've seen that well, picture. Seen it? <laughs> Where'd you see that? I'm like, dude, we're we're way out in front. We of know that guy. Yeah, we know that guy. Yeah. How about that picture that Larry Clark posted of that brim, that oh four pound brim that they caught in Mississippi? Mississippi. Really? Yeah, it's like some kind of new record. I guess it is four pounds. Well, we yeah. gotta we gotta share that. Yeah. New state record, Edwards Edwardsburg, Mississippi. Have you guys ever? Oh my God! It looks like a dinner plate. It, look at it. Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. It's a huge. Uh, that thing would pull drag. Send, send that to Chris. Yeah. And then so he can post that. Well, it's on our website. It's on. Uh, well, well, it's on our Instagram. So right, send, right. Send it to Chris, and so he can post it. But. Here's the crazy thing. What's the biggest brim you guys have ever caught? I've never caught anything even remotely close. No, no. I, 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 that's, I've, that's, I've caught a one pounder. That's a dinosaur. Yeah, I've caught. I've caught. I, I mean, I think the biggest brim I've ever caught was maybe a half a yeah, pound. Yeah, yeah. I used to catch some really big ones over at Swanee. Huh. Yeah. Have you ever caught a giant speck like like no. a pound or two? I mean, half a pound. Yeah, yeah. I've never caught. I've never caught a two pounder. I'm sure I've caught a pounder. I, yeah. I don't know if I've ever even caught a pound speck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I maybe. But, but you're right. That's 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 a good thought. I just I've I've never caught and I and I trust me. I love catching brim. Yeah. I think there's nothing more fun on the planet than catching brim. It's fun. And one of the things that I and I will tell you, Doctor's Lake. Has some of the biggest brim mm-hmm. under the docks that you will ever see. That's a great place to catch big brim. All right, let's take a break. Uh, folks, we are live in St. Augustine at the Fish Bites Trading Post. They have two seminars going on today, both by Captain Kevin, and you're talking about catching kingfish. Kingfish. And if people have any other questions, you know. About okay. anything else. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be uh, yeah. here. 11 o'clock is one seminar. Yep. 2 o'clock is another seminar. Yep. And, of course, they have the Fish Bites Trading Post opener. We haven't welcomed the most for breakfast. I, I, yeah, what happened? Uh, yeah, I don't know. We're I don't gonna, know. They, I they, they, they have forgot. to make some phone calls. No, they forgot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, did you sabotage our breakfast? <laughs> you might have. Yeah, I can neither confirm nor deny that a call was placed canceling an order. All right. Well, folks, uh, if you'd like to come down and join us and maybe get breakfast, mm-hmm. uh, come on down to the Fish Bites Trading Post. Hey, and Harold, we got your hat. Uh, Harold, we got yeah, you. I sent him a text. Oh, okay, hey, real good. quick, he, before we go knows. to break, uh, Kevin, I want to thank you very much. I got a call, and and Chris called in and had me singing Stuck on You from Lionel Richie oh, on top of that. Very so nice. apparently it's producer karaoke now. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, uh, 904-641-1010 if you'd like to join us here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. All right, what song we got here, right, right here, Chris? This is, called, this is called Granddaddy's Gun. Oh, oh I know that one. Great song. 
Granddaddy's Gun off of the Bone Collector album. Uh, Aaron Lewis does yes. this song too, and it's tremendous. Great song. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Uh, we're going to go to the phone lines because Lou. Lieutenant Bridwell from the FWC is joining us this morning. Good morning, Lieutenant Bridwell. Good morning, guys. How are y'all doing? Good morning, buddy. Good morning, Corey. I, I figure I'd follow up the little turtle uh, turtle call or turtle reference after Jeff uh, referenced the turtles, so I figured it was appropriate for me to give you guys a call. <laughs> All right. Well, um, well, I appreciate the time, guys. I talked to uh, Kurt earlier this week. Uh, this week starts off the Florida 2022 Boating Safety Week. So okay. our agency does a really big push on making sure that people are safe on the water. They're having a good time and coming out and enjoying Florida like we all know uh, what we have here in Florida. Uh, so I wanted to take a couple of moments and touch a couple of uh bullet points that are are hammered home for safety purposes um just check your safety equipment uh, if you got ripped or torn life jacket uh please get rid of them go go to walmart go to strike zone go wherever they sell boating safety equipment replace them um that that life jacket i promise you if you wear it it will save your life um so make sure that you have them on uh, when I'm working in my uh, in my uniform, I always wear a inflatable, so we work around that. So that might be an option for you to wear. Um, check your flares; they re they uh, expire every three years. So look on your flares, make sure that it's within the uh, appropriate time frame. And uh, if if it's not, replace those guys. Get a whistle, a ninety cent whistle might be the difference of somebody being able to locate you if there is a true accident. Um, your horn on your boat works also. Just make sure that all of your uh, safety equipment is working. Fire extinguishers, all of the normal safety equipment that you would have if you're going to operate offshore or inshore, just go check it because it might be the difference of you coming home to your loved one or not. Another thing that I'd like to hammer home is making sure that you have your engine safety kill switch on. There's two options. There's the hardcore um, line one that, that, that attaches straight to your starter on your boat, and then there's an electronic one just in case you're by yourself, you get a few feet away from your boat and just shut your boat off. Uh, I know everybody... Everybody has those. Sometimes they become annoying, but um, in, in, in the uh, case of an emergency, um, having that on and it shutting the engine off uh, will definitely uh, save injuries or lives. Yeah, they make a, what is it called, a lifeguard that's mm -hmm. basically a like a, uh, a leash that you wear on a surfboard that you can Velcro around your wrist for a kill switch mm -hmm. now. Uh, Leon gave them yep, he did. to us a couple years ago for Christmas. Some of our work boats have the the Bluetooth ones, so and they do work because when you're on a 24-foot boat and the distance is only like eight feet away from the helm and you go back to look at the engines or you go back to look at something on the bow and it shuts off, you're having to run back to the, to the helm and fire it back up. So they do work, and and it's encouraged to... I would encourage you to wear them. Um, th the next couple of things are some, some kind of uh, simple things that I would say 
Um, if you're going to go out on the water, just to make sure that you do have a flow plan. Tell somebody where you're going. I, I, I understand with today's technology that, you know, that, that spots might not be as secret as they were. However, if you're 60 miles offshore and nobody knows where you're at and you don't come home, we and the Coast Guard and JSO and the Sheriff's Office in St. John's County and Nassau County, we don't know where to go to look. So, you know, having a, a plan of where where we could go to where you're supposed to be and then we can search to find you uh, and bring you home safe is, is, is very imperative for first responders, the Coast Guard, and everything else, and for your safety, too. Um, and, and watch your weather. Uh, it, it might not be the wisest thing if it's a sunny day, but it's six to nine to go offshore. Right. Um, I'm just, just saying. Um, um, so just kind of have an idea of your, of your weather. Um, and then the final couple of points are, ha- has to do with like your diver down flag and vessels that have blue lights on that are doing things. Um, you got to stay 300 feet away from a diver down flag. Uh, be respectful of that. Uh, there are people in the water, so the people that are running those boats, they're having to count heads and watch for watch for everybody that's coming around into their area. So just be really mindful. And when we have our blue lights on in the water uh, somewhere, please sit down. Um, uh, you, you know, we're 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 addressing something or we're helping somebody and being wake. Or, or, or you running into something and being distracted and causing another accident just adds to uh, any headaches or any craziness that we have to deal with. So, can, can I can I add one more? Yes, sir. So, this happened to me this week, and coming in from offshore after an awesome day, mm-hmm. ocean's beautiful. You know, a lot of times people just kind of sit down, and they're 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 looking at their GPS, they're looking at the coordinates, they're running, right. they're not paying attention. And and this was this this happened to me on Wednesday, and it, what, so I, I I'm a mile from my spot. I'm coming in, and I look up, and there's a 12 foot hammerhead right in front of me. Oof. And I mean, if if I if I'd have been you know turned around and yeah. talking to my guys or or, or or just really not paying attention, I would have hit that hammerhead. Yeah. Mm. And then I got about five more miles, and you know I'm I'm running and a sea turtle, a giant one, popped up right in front of me. Yeah. I would have run right over that sea turtle. Yeah. So you got to pay attention, even though you 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 feel like you know, look we're in the middle of the ocean, you know we can put it on autopilot and. And, and, and go about our business. You can't do that. Yeah, so don't you, be having the music cranked up and just, you know, <laughs> drinking a beer and not paying attention. you you, 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 you got to pay well, attention. That, that touches an a interesting thing, Jeff. Um, one of the points that I was going to hit very, right before I got away was uh, zero tolerance on water. So there's a little confusion. So let me, let, me, let me hone in on that for you. I want you to come home safe. I want you to have a good time. Florida is a recreational state uh, on the water, so it's not illegal for you to drink a beer and operate a boat. However, you cannot be impaired. And right. I have a stat. Give me just a second, and I will. Uh, I got to scroll up on my little. Uh, you think my Scott, little cheat sheet that they gave Captain me? Scott, 
Captain Scott Shank really needed you yesterday or the other day. Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, he did. I yeah. was out there Wednesday. I was uh, 30 miles out checking boats. And well, he needed you at the ramp yeah. or at the, at the dock. <laughs> I got <laughs> Had a little bit of an issue. Yeah. <laughs> the, the stats that, I, that they say is that, you know, 20% of all boating fatalities in 2001 was due to drinking and boating. So mm-hmm. let, that, let, that, let that resonate with you. Of 100% of all the accidents on the water that we in the Coast Guard get called for, 20% of them were due to impaired boating, and they were fatal. So loved ones aren't coming home. You know, it, it, it causes all kinds of other, other things. Uh, when I go on my personal boat, I don't drink. Uh, I don't care if everybody else does, and yes, I turn the radio up. I know that's an annoyance for you, but I'm <laughs> oh, not. come on, Corey, you're not in that category, are you? Oh, that's great. Thank you, Corey. Yeah, he's got so a great stereo I, I, too. I, I I'll listen to to whatever the the masses on the boat would like to listen to, whether I agree with it or not. How loud do you turn it up, though? I have a pretty loud system on my boat. Ali, I can't believe you're in that group, but, man. But, but when a seven and a ten year old are encouraging you to do that, I mean, do you yeah, really I know, but Corey, you're just ruining the day eyes? for everybody else. <laughs> no, I'm Turn I your guess. Lionel Richie music down, Corey. <laughs> Stuck on you. Hello. I got a feeling down deep in my heart. You know, one of the things that, that I know we need to go to break, but one of the things I've. <laughs> well, maybe we just mighty just, glad you stay. Good gosh, and and welcome to the Chris Show. <laughs> good Lord. No, one of the things I've noticed that it's not very expensive that I bought through ACAR online, which was a strobe light to go on my life jackets. Mm-hmm. They were twenty dollars a piece, and for you know one hundred and twenty-five dollars, I got enough to put on all the life jackets. So if you do fall in the water, you hit that little light. And you can see it from a long distance, yeah. and they're pretty inexpensive. That was a little addition. And, and, and another thing is you're, you you got your EPIRBs, which they're, you know, we, we've heard about those, but those are they've got personal beacon, beacons, too, that are like little personal uh, EPIRBs that you can attach to your life jacket. I yeah. mean, we, we, we wear them when we're working. They're on my life jacket also. So if for some right. reason we get pitched overboard, and something catastrophic happens, I can fire that thing up, and hopefully somebody can get out to me. There you um, go. But I, I appreciate you guys. I listen to you all the time. And, uh, you know, and if there's anything that I can do for you guys or, 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 or our agency can, please give me a call. You guys know how to get a hold of me. Absolutely, and, uh, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, there's one and, thing you can do, you Corey. Know. Turn the music yeah. down. <laughs> Thank you, thank Corey. You, thank you, bud. You guys have a great day. Yeah, you too. Be safe. All right, uh, folks, if you'd like to join the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show, 904-641-1010. And we come back. The Red Snapper season dates oh, we got it. Uh, we got have Yay. been announced, and All Kurt right. is so excited. Yeah, oh boy. You can listen to his reaction right after yeah. this, again, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. All right, so I always talk about the uh, pre-owned vehicles that, that I've done numerous times, the Claude Dolan Cadillac, so I, I, I got three of them for you today. 
mm-hmm. on the lot Currently right now. Huh? Claude Nolan. At Claude Nolan Keller. All right. All right. We, Trucks. Uh, first is a 2020 Toyota 4Runner, which I love 4Runners. They're great. I, I had one for years, and it was you awesome. Did. Yeah, I, I did. I remember that. Yeah. 7,600 miles. Okay. It's like basically That's brand, brand new. Brand new, yeah. yeah. Broke in. Yeah, they've got two 2018 Jeep Wrangler Unlimiteds. It's hard to find a Jeep right now. If you if, huh. if you go and, and, and look, and I mean, so one of them's got 40,000 miles on it, and the other one has, oh, let's see here. It's got like 20,000 miles okay. on it. Yeah, so right. you go, if, you, if you look in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, I always tell you, Claude Nolan Cadillac located right there on South South Boulevard, just north of JTB. And yes, we had some news come out yesterday, Captain Kirk. Hold on. Yeah. Hold yeah. that thought. I want to get I want to get the phone line. Oh, okay, let's do it. We had a bunch of people waiting there after oh. Lieutenant Bridwell, so let's go to Don. He's got an urban wildlife sighting. Good morning, Don. Hey, good morning, guys. I've got actually two uh, wildlife sightings, two different animals, two different locations that are connected, and I'll connect them here in just a second. First of all, about two months ago, my daughter sends me a picture of a turkey standing on the sidewalk at the corner of Southside and Phillips. That's below the avenues. Didn't think much of it, thought it was cool. A couple weeks ago, I'm on university at Powers, and I see a turkey. I had plenty of time to identify it because I was sitting in a traffic light, and it was just standing there. And then I realized that the railroad track runs from there all the way to St. Augustine, and it's pretty green. Oh, yeah. Enough time had passed, and I thought, I wonder if that's the same bird. All right, so now, number two, I'm out at the beach, uh, JTB and A1A, and there's a Home Depot right there, and right in the parking lot is a pond on the road. I'm pulling into the parking lot, and I notice there are three otters work in that pond. I got out, watched them. They weren't frolicking. They were working, and they were going down the east side of the bank, going north, the three of them bobbing up and down, and it's obvious they were fishing. They come up to the north end. Now they come around on the west side where I'm standing, and they're just steady coming down the side of the bank. One of them right in front of me catches a brim, drags it up on the shore, starts eating it, and the other two are just continuing to head down they will wipe out a pond yeah. in no time. Yeah, did you yeah. get any pictures? Well, that was not, yeah, I did. Uh, but the cool part is coming up. This otter's eating this brim in front of me. The other two pass, and, and I'm not watching them. He finishes eating that brim, and now he's heading south. When he gets to the bottom end of the pond, the other two are gone. And so he starts making little chirping kind of sounds, whatever kind of sounds otters make. And then all of a sudden, he climbs up the chimney stack stormwater runoff and climbs into that thing, and he's gone. These otters have figured out how to use stormwater runoff drains to get from pond to pond to pond. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And I was just... That, those two things, now you connect, and the thing I'm going to connect is that you got man made, unintentional wildlife quarters everywhere. People think that nature is very fragile. And if for some types of animals and certain things, it probably is. But nature will not be denied. It takes over areas that we've cleared. Like I'm in a neighborhood that's about 60 years old. And I'm basically now not living in a neighborhood. I'm living in a forest with a bunch of houses. So I've got raccoons, possums, eagles, uh, migrating birds. So 
Yeah, when humans go in and, and flatten areas to build houses or warehouses or retail spaces, nature is going to eventually take that space back over and birds nesting in cellular towers and turkeys moving into urban areas. And, you know, it's probably kind of tough for things like deer and larger things, but I've even heard stories of deer being Well, it's not really that tough for deer. We had a picture on our Facebook page this week of all the deer in Palencia. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eating the bushes. Yeah. Well, in that, that area you're talking about on Southside and Phillips, there's a green zone back there of almost 300 acres that's undeveloped. Yeah. And, and I've hunted in there. I've bow hunted in there a number of times. And by the and way, it's the, loaded with turkeys. The the otters, you know, and all those, you know, from going from pond to pond through all this pipe system. Yeah. To them, that's like going down the, the water slide at the amusement park. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. People don't realize yeah. that whole a whole area on the south end of Jack's Beach, North Huguenot Park, that's on the east side of A1A between 3rd Street and 2nd Street, where the tennis courts are, all those ponds that go all the way down to 31st, 32nd, 33rd, all connect with mm-hmm. the Guana River yep. re- Reservoir. All that freshwater spring area that runs in there, and those pipes all connect in there. And I've seen those otters go back and forth over the years in those pipes fishing those little ponds and those little sloughs and stuff through yep. there. Yep. That's cool. Well, we've yep. heard the stories of the deer and the coyotes out at Mayport. And, Kevin, the yep. other thing that you said last week that kind of ties this together is that you said that sharks have become a problem, and you thought they were honed in on your boat. Correct. Of course they are. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We, so, they, oh, I, yeah. Mean, they, I mean, we, like I said, human activity is can be a problem in some areas, but, I mean, nature's just going to do what it's going to do. I mean, we can't hardly stop it. Thank you, Don. We've got to run. Thanks, Appreciate buddy. it. Yep. Let's, uh, let's see if we get another phone call in here. Let's get uh, Papa G. Morning, Papa G. Good morning, fellas. How are we doing? Good. How are you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing great, man. I'm blessed to live about a mile from Coastal Hagen Outfitters here on San Jose, so that's a beautiful thing. And uh, <laughs> Uh, let me tell you, it's great, man. We enjoyed the, uh, the the Christmas show out there, and uh, it's great to wake up with a cup of coffee in the morning show. That's how I start my weekend. But listen, I met uh, Top Gun out there at the at the uh, Christmas party, and and I know he's on the men's right now, and he's got to be happy to know that there's a new Top Gun movie coming out, and uh, he's probably first in line for that movie, you know. But uh, oh yeah, let me tell you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he definitely is. But uh, y'all talk about uh, a good banjo. Uh, you like to hear good banjo music. When y'all get a charter offshore, man, if you like bluegrass, uh, Lester Flatt and Earl Scruggs, the old Foggy Mountain Boys, is called mm-hmm. Salty Dog. That, that song, mm-hmm. Salty Dog, I think you guys would really enjoy that. And uh, on, on the last thing, I got a little beer joke here. An old boy walks into a bar, and he orders a, a tall bottle of beer, and it's ice cold, man. A bartender puts a beer down, but nature calls, and he's got to go, but he's worried to death that somebody's going to drink his beer before he gets back. So he grabs a little notepad, and he writes on the notepad, I spit in this beer. And he laid it there on the on the bar and went to the bathroom. He come back and his beer was still full. He was so happy, but before he drank it, he took a closer look at that little note and it said, "So did I." <laughs> you guys have a great day. <laughs> Talk to you, man. I love the show. Bye. That's a good one. Oh, that is pretty funny, man. All right, he got top gun on that one. All right, oh, the challenge is high. All right, uh, let's go talk to Mark here before we uh, we take a break. Good morning, Mark. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Mark. I was listening to uh, your guest uh, just now, and uh, so I'll be driving around Jacksonville, and sometimes, you know, rarely I might see, like, a fight on the side of the road, and I'll call the police and say, hey, why don't you guys investigate this, or 
I might see somebody just laid out. Maybe they fell off their bike or something like that, and I, I can't stop, but I'll call the police. But similarly, um, I might see, I've seen a, you know somebody fire off a flare a couple times, and the last time it was like right at the Atlantic overpass on Atlantic, and uh, and I went down there like underneath the bridge just to see like if I saw a boat or something like that. But I wonder, yeah. like, is that a time when we as just drivers should, like, if we see somebody shoot off a flare, should we, like, call 911 or the police non-emergency and tell them, hey, Absolutely. You know, call somebody. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's a distress warning. So if you see a flare get popped yeah. off, maybe somebody is in trouble. Now there could be somebody goofing around. They're not supposed to. But right. if you, you can't see treat a, it like that. Yeah, but if you see a flare popped off, yeah, definitely call 911. Okay, I'll be sure to do that in the future. Thanks yep. a lot. All right, thank you, Mark. All right, uh, let's take a break. And then when we come back, we'll do an LV Hires, Inc. gear tip of the week and then also talk about the The topic of the week. Yeah. Yeah, the topic of the week, which is the the new snapper season. And as I said before, Captain Kirk and Captain Kevin are fired up about this topic. And we'll talk about it and more right here on the (laughs) Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor he's Show. A, he's just a big old kid, ain't he? Oh, oh no. It's not working now. You broke it. You broke we had a bell, like, you know, like a boxing bell. You uh-huh. know, it, it, did the spring come off or something? No, you got to push it down. Re- re- right, how about now? Chris, there ready? There you go. In wow. this corner. Hot. <laughs> Let's Weighing get ready to rumble. pounds, six foot seven. <laughs> Like a dog on pitcher's mound. <laughs> it's time oh. now for the LV Hires Inc. gear tip of the let week. Let it go, Kirk. So, <laughs> let it go. Here. LV Hires supplies. Mr. Jeff Larkin. Supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast. If you need fuel or lubricants to keep your job site or business running smoothly. True. Is it true? It is true. <laughs> Go to LVHIERS.com to learn more. This week's tip comes from Captain Kirk, and I agree that uh, there's one thing that I can't stand about a lot of the sunscreens. It's that oily, greasy, ah, slimy, yep. slimy feel it. that you get. But the one brand that we really like, and it works really good, and it doesn't have that slimy, greasy feel, it's the Bullfrog Quick Gel. Yes, You're the, the one that turned me on to it, Absolutely. Kevin. I remember Kevin got those boxes of blister packs and gave me a they, case. They used to they used to back the, the semi up in my driveway. I mean, I'm not kidding you. They, they, they what did you do to piss two, them off or we two, don't get two, it anymore? They, they sold out. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they um, they used to bring two pallets of bullfrog. I remember. And I and I supplied all of the uh, tournaments, all the charter awesome. captains. Yeah, it was it was, it was was fantastic. I, yeah. It took me a couple of years <laughs> to go through those two boxes of blister packs. Yeah. But I, I, it was the best sunscreen. Yeah, you, it was. It's got that Still alcohol is. base, mm-hmm. so when you, when you apply it, it's kind of a, it. It's almost like it's you're comfortable. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of cooling, and then when it dries, it's not greasy. Yep. And the the one thing I really like about it more than anything else, you put it on one time, and you don't have you don't have to reapply it. You're a man. Look at this. Look at, Look Look at that. that. Somebody's Wait, out some, there listening. Somebody just delivered some breakfast. Oh, you're the man. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> we just got distracted. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Squirrel. it is. 
It is the, the one to think. The one thing I've always liked about it is when you sweat, a lot of times different sunscreens will come off. Mm-hmm. You know, or get in your daggum eyes. Get in your eyes or whatever. Yeah. The one thing I've liked about Bullfrog, you apply it one time in the morning. I apply it before I leave the house. I put on the fifty. I don't ever get burnt. Yep. I don't ever get burnt. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, and you can go online. Amazon. Well, what I do is I went on it online. Amazon. I think it was. Uh, I want to say it was $32 for a three-pack. Okay. Um, and I got them in the house in, in four days. Wow, that's great. Fantastic. Be- because, you know, you, it's just hard to find them in a retail store anymore. It is. You know? Nobody sells it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rich, I don't know weird. why. I, I do you not. You get copper tune everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Publix and, used uh, to sell it. Oh, yeah. Publix, stuff. Publix, and, and so did Winn-Dixie. And you can't get it no. there anymore. I, every time I go in the grocery store, I'll look. Yeah. Even when I was in Boca Grande. We went down there in the grocery store in Publix, and they didn't have it. (laughs) Yes, weird. Amazon. That's your LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. All right, before we go to the phone lines, the uh, the topic of the day, which it took us an hour to get to the topic of the day, Uh imagine that. The uh, SAFMC, South Atlantic Atlantic Marine Marine Fisheries Fisheries Commission, released the information on snapper season this week. And when I saw it, I thought it was a joke. Yeah, exactly. I literally, I thought it was a joke. And to let everybody know, it's a two-day season. That's it. Two days. Two. In years past, it's been three, which was embarrassing. Yes. This year, it's a two-day season, and it is July 8th and July 9th, and that is a Friday and a Saturday. Yeah. And and you know what those dates are? That coincides with the King Buster tournament. No, it, it, Ancient City. Or the Ancient, Ancient City. City. Yeah, yeah. King That's Fisher Friday Christ. and Saturday. Uh, and here, here's here's what it says: the recreational sector will open for harvest on the following two days, July eighth and 9th, twenty twenty-two. That's Friday and Saturday. The recreational se- season opens at twelve oh one a.m. local time. And on July 8th, 2022, and closes at 12.01 a.m. local time on July 10th, 2022. I think the thing that is a little a little bothersome is that this also is put out right next to the commercial yeah. season, which I'm not here to pit recreational fishermen against commercial no, fishermen. No, absolutely That's, not. It's not what it's about. But this is going to burn a lot of the recreational anglers' shorts because the commercial sector will open for harvest at 12.01 a.m. local time on July 11th, 2022, and will close at 12.01 a.m. local time on January 1st, 2023. So the commercial season is going to be open from the middle of July, July 11th, all the way until the new year. The new year. and it's But it's a maximum of 75 pounds a day, correct? Got it. Gutted. 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 So, I mean, I, mean I just want you to think about that. That's four fish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's I not. Just, it's not. It's it, it's not like they're giving. They're and, just, and what is what? And you're allowed one fish per person. Correct. For the recreational day. Yes. The one thing That's that it. they did one change fish. that they did they had discussed was that the captain and the crew on the four hire vessels may retain the recreational bag limit. So they're going to allow them to keep a fish where they had discussed, or at least I saw in the preliminaries, where they weren't going to allow that. You know, are you, I'm never mind. But I, I mean, first off, I'm fishing the, the Kingfish Challenge. You know, and and now what they did last year is 
they threw in a snapper category. Category, you know. Mm-hmm. So you know that's cool, but for the most part, it just—I mean, what a quagmire! It's going to be a cluster. Why? Oh. I mean, why? I mean, why? I, I don't know, buddy. Why two days? I mean, if if Kirk will tell you, you know, I'm sick of seeing it. I mean, I was fishing um, on Wednesday with Doug and those guys on, on one of my little bottom numbers, and I just started just to have fun, started throwing out netfuls of pogies, and the snapper were, like, literally skyrocketing on baits. It's unbelievable. <laughs> There's thousands of them, thousands. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the problem. You can't catch anything else. You can't get a bait down. These are all Jeff. These are all my, my my flounder numbers that I've caught flounder on for years. You fished with me, mm-hmm. and and they never had snapper on them. These are little live bottom numbers, you know. Or you 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 get off in the dirt mm-hmm. off of a wreck, and I mean that's where you flounder. And you can't even do that, Kirk. Yeah. And here's the other thing, you can't slow troll around these places. The snapper eat every bait that you've got. It is amazing you know, to mean, me, to, you know, to be slow trolling a flat line. And have a twenty to twenty-five pound mule snapper come up and tag a a pogey in the prop wash. It's just, and I've fished out there for forty years, and I have never seen anything like it. I mean, it's just incredible to see that. They're fun to catch. They're beautiful fish. Um, we put them back in the water. We we use the devices and yep. send them back to the bottom, and they take off to swim another day. But it's just. To me, it's inconceivable that the golf gets X number of days and we only get two. Now, I, I've had discussions with some of the biologists and some of the people within the business and, you know, both on both ends of the spectrum, and they tell me that it's a different habitat, and I get it. But, I mean, I, I don't understand why we can't harvest just a few more than that. I think that we, you know, I, I just I don't understand it. No, I don't either. And, and you know, for folks that fish with us, oh, they definitely don't get it. That, yeah, I mean, they're you know, I, 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 I mean, I was fishing with my good buddy Ben Cheeks yesterday from Columbus, Georgia, and and, and Daryl, we were we were bottom fishing and we we caught kings and had a great time, and and he's like, why, you know, why why do they do this with the with the snapper? And I don't I don't even know what to there's, say anymore. There's no answer. There's no answer. Yeah, they're really well. They're really really captains, not. if we go out there and, and bottom fish, we're trying to catch some. Yeah, bee liners, sea bass, sea bass, maybe a grouper, uh, some ringtails, flounder, uh, you know, some uh, anything. Yeah, I mean, trigger fish, and it just makes it doggone difficult. And you're you're catching them, and folks are just they ha- they hound you for it. Yeah. Why can't we keep just one? You can't. Why can't we keep two? Why can't we keep the small ones? Right. Can't we keep the big ones? <laughs> if we can't keep the big ones, why can't we keep the small ones? I don't know. Yeah, I can't answer that question. Uh, I'm, I can't. I mean, it's just, uh, I, I keep saying, is it political? I don't know. You know I, I don't know what the reason. But I will tell you this, is this time last year, when we found out that we were going to have, what, you have three days last year? Friday, Saturday, Sunday? That's right. Is the discussion was is that they were going to give us more days this year. That was the rumor. And here we are to two, two days, which somebody's going to get hurt. It's just, it's just, it's just a quagmire, man. There's people go, and I get it. I mean, if if they give you a two-day season, everybody's going to want to go. It makes it very difficult for 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 us that to do this for a living to put the to put the boat in the water. I mean, last year I put oh, the boat you, water. You, you can't put the boat at three thirty in the morning. Yeah, 
four o'clock just to get my boat in yeah, the water. Yeah, I mean, I, I, hopefully I get a slip. That's what I did last year. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I, and I didn't know what the dates were mm-hmm. to, 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 to get a slip. You know, and now it, it ends up being the same time of the, of the Kingfish Challenge. So I'll be lucky to, 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 to find a slip. You know? ah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Craziness. Uh, I, and it's, uh, it's a shame it doesn't have to be that way. It, no. Well, I, I'd almost, and, and maybe I'm being selfish, I'd, I've almost just gotten to the point, I'd rather they just didn't give it Me to too. us. Me I'd, too. I'd, I'd much Two rather. days just causes too much chaos. Yep. I think somebody's going to get hurt. I feel bad for the, uh, the law enforcement agencies. Of course. Of course oh, I you do. do. I do. I've I mean, had for a guy all like, of them. You know, Lieutenant Bridwell. Yeah. I mean, for those guys to have to deal with those two days. Yeah. Puts them on the spot. Well, it puts it, it's just you have a lot of poor judgment that happens mm-hmm. when you I, have when you have two days like that. Sure. And and these guys are are the ones that are cleaning up the mess, yep. so to speak. And I don't like that part of it. And 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 let me tell you something. All of this, the, the sending devices, all this stuff that you have to have, people aren't doing all that. They're trying to catch a 20-pounder, and if they catch 10 10-pounders, 10 they're letting them go. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, you're, you're killing way more fish mm-hmm. than what's being harvested. It, it, it's just, it's, it's stupid. All right, well, let's take a break. Uh, got some news here from Consignment Boat Sales, and a uh, guy wants to let everybody know, hey, the season is here. And it's still a great market for selling your pre-owned boat. Consignment boat sales from Mayport. They need your bay boat center console. They're going to help you sell it. And they'll take it from 22-foot deck boats, whatever. They'll help you sell it. So contact Guy of Consignment Boat Sales at 904-249-6225. Or you can visit online at jaxboating.com, jaxboating.com. 21 years. They've been in business, and guys would be more than happy to help you sell your boat. Or uh, the reality is, if you're looking for a boat, go to, again, jacksboating.com. If you'd like to join us this morning, we come back, we'll do Gary and, uh, and others. But uh, to call in 904-641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. <laughs> Great song. Great song. It's, again, we talked about it last week. It, uh, the Bone Collector 10-year anniversary album. Lots of cool hunting and fishing songs. You can get it on all kinds of platforms and such. And uh, during the commercial break, Harold, mm-hmm. okay, brought a baseball. <laughs> <laughs> and food. And food. Yeah, Thank and you breakfast. so much. Yeah. So I said that I think I can hit the the Home Depot right. side of the building from yeah. the front porch here of Fish Bites Trading Post. The first attempt did not make it. <laughs> no. <laughs> not even The close. trajectory was just a little I, off. I was going to say kind of like the fastball in the dirt. It was. Yeah. 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 I, I one-hopped it <laughs> to, the, to the catcher. And, don't, be, uh, don't go in down do the jumbo shrimp and try to, try to throw in the first yeah, pitch. Yeah, exactly. I got right. the velocity, though. Right. I, okay. I think I can make it. Okay, I just well, got to get a little different trajectory yeah. in the next break. Going to give it a try again. 
and see if I can hit the side of the Home Depot I with got the baseball. It all on hey, spe- video, buddy. Speaking of which, real quick, you know, you mentioned you had the velocity. Did you happen to see the newscaster who got hit with the foul ball? No. Oh not. my gosh! Uh, this uh, female newscaster was on the side. She was she was like uh, on the first base side. Foul ball, line drive, hit her square in the forehead. Oh, Pete. Yeah, I mean, oh. blasted her. She was at the what, hospital did, for five hours, but she's she KO'd. She's she's been, Oh yeah, gosh. Yeah. But but uh, yeah, they uh, they took care of her and got her to the hospital. She's got a whole slew of stitches right oh. smack dab in Man, the middle I, of her I, forehead. I'll, I'll give you a story. I got one horrible too. of getting hit by baseball because you know when, growing up I was a huge baseball yeah. fan. I mean I loved playing baseball and uh, it was it was literally it was my first passion. I mean I loved baseball more than football. Mm-hmm. And when I was uh, in Little League, I remember standing, watching another game. You know, I was in my league. I was watching another team's play. And I happened to be on the first base side and behind first base. So, in other words, when people were throwing, like warming up, throwing the first base, you know, the shortstop, the third baseman, I was kind of behind that. Well, one of the guys, the shortstop, I think it was, had an errant throw to first base. I didn't see it. I'm talking to somebody. I mean, I'm a kid. I'm a kid. And it didn't hit me in the head, but it hit me right in the neck, in the Uh. right in the the jugular area. Uh. And have you ever seen those videos where those karate guys they turn their hands and they they hit you with the side of their hand and the neck and it drops people? Take you right out. It dropped me out cold. Oh, I'll bet, dude. I was down on the ground, out cold from a baseball to the neck. I got one better than that. Wow. That's so that's when, pretty stout. When 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 I was caddying on the tour, oh, um, my Nicolette and I made the the field at, at the players, um, and so number two is par five is kind of, kind of a little dog leg left, so you need to hit a you need to hit a draw down there, right? Marshall's down there, about a oh. hundred yards in the trees. No, you know, don't tell me. And and so he's. Standing behind a tree, you know, waiting because they they got marshals down everywhere. So if you do hit it in the uh, trees, they find your your golf ball. Sure. Right? Mike Snap hooks it, and the guy comes out from behind the tree to see where the ball is, catches him right in the forehead. Oh no! I thought it hit the tree. Uh, that that sound. That sound. That, that oh. Oh. And it was. The, and, and all of a sudden, the, you just you know how when we take animals out, they just fall. Yeah. Dude, out. I go down there. There's blood everywhere. Oh it looked God. like somebody took a knife and slid him across the forehead. Forehead, split and he, him and open. And he's got the the, the, the trip, shakes. The shakes. He's out. His eyes are in the back of his head. Oh no! And I'm like, oh, and Mike's like, oh my God, I killed this guy. And we st- and <laughs> the bad thing is, is that when it hit his when it hit his head, it bounced out into the fairway. <laughs> Ball, dude. Definitely playable. <laughs> Well, first of first, yeah. okay, is the guy okay? Did, did it end up being okay? So the, the guy was absolutely fine. Okay. Uh, and, but, but, what a great shot. Yeah, I mean. I mean it, <laughs> That's pinpoint it, accuracy it, right it, there. It, so it, make sure the guy's okay. That's it, why. it, it shook him that. up so bad that he kept, that Mike kept asking everyone at each hole, have you heard okay? about this? Is he okay? Is he okay? Yeah. He okay? You know, and, and uh, finally about three holes later, they said, look, the, the guy's good. He's, he's, he's laughing about it. He's all stitched up, you know. But, dude, it sounded <laughs> I swear he doesn't know I his name and he keeps tree. peeing his pants, but otherwise he's Man, great. I, that's what it sounded like. And, and, but then all of a sudden you just see the guy just like 
fall down out. It was crazy. <laughs> well, my buddy Adam Arzoni works for the sheriff's office. He said that's called a brachial stun. When yeah. You get hit in the neck like that. Yeah. Rings your doorbell. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it dropped me. That's wild. I can tell you that. Oh. And when I came to, I was like, what happened? Right. <laughs> and I got, literally, I had a uh, the stitches <laughs> on the, the red mark on the side of oh my neck. Oh, with the, You ah. could see the stitches imprint on my neck from that errant throw. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, a, like the Kung Fu guys, they do that. They hit you with that hand on the side oh, to take you God. down. So, anyway. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, Gary and Top Gun, let's start with Gary. Morning, Gary. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? Good morning, Gary. Good. I got a fishing and a hunting question, please. Okay. Uh, the fishing, uh, the finger mullet as opposed to other mullet, is, is there an advantage or disadvantage to catching certain varieties of species of fish, or uh, is it really uh, not a big difference in uh, the effectiveness of it? either one? It's, it's okay, all, what's it's, your, what, now your second question? Uh, those those expensive decoys are they, they really worth the money? Are they a big difference between just a cheap decoy and one of those two three hundred dollar ones? Does that make that that big a difference in, uh, in in hunting duck? I think it's a great question, but it's not just about ducks. It's I mean you could put that across the the, the whole sure. spectrum of decoy categories. Sure. Okay. The longer an animal looks at something, the longer they have to figure out that it's not real. Yeah. So the more realistic it is, the better it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Is it worth it? Just it's all the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Right. If somebody's you know willing to spend the money, yeah, and it's worth it to them, then yeah, it's worth the money. If it's somebody's not, because a lot of times if if a turkey pops out in the woods, for example, and he sees a decoy, first reaction is he wants to come to it, you know, and it might have been a five dollar decoy, mm-hmm. you know, does it make that big of a difference in that instance? Maybe not, but it might. Mm-hmm. So uh, the so that is, I think, again, it's up to the personal preference. Is the cost worth the worth the uh, the extra benefit for the a risk decoy? Worth the reward. With the mullet, mullet, just like everything else, it's the old match the hatch. What some days finger mullet tiny work, the little teeny yep. ones work. Yep. Some days the bigger ones work better. Mm-hmm. Right. Hundred uh, percent. When, yep. when I'm tar- tarpon fishing in September during the mullet run. If they're on the the big what we call crab baits, the the the, the bigger mullet, that's, that's what they that's, want. That's what you want. But if they're eating those six inchers, you can't throw that big one out there. It's the weirdest damn thing. They won't eat it. They'll but they, they'll they'll eat that little six inch. Yeah, mullet. it's crazy, yeah. isn't yep. it? Yep. And, to, and then to, along the lines of that question, just a little tip here: the intercoastal right now is absolutely slam full of little shrimp. Mm-hmm. And little shrimp, what is that, two, two and a half yeah. inches? Okay. Yep. I mean, everywhere. I mean, they're jumping. I was in the kayak yesterday, and I was uh, uh, Pine Island area south yep. and north. I went kind of long trip. And literally getting into the kayak, standing in the water, they're jumping out of the water everywhere. That's cool. That's good. And fish are feeding on those yeah. little yep. shrimps. That's, that's yeah. really good. So if you go to the bait and you're fishing live shrimp, go to get your smaller shrimp. And also, if you're using artificial, size it down a little bit mm-hmm. and think about trying to, to match right. a smaller shrimp and, and, if you can. And come June 1st, you can throw the cast net on them. Absolutely. Yep. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines. Appreciate it, guys. Uh, See you. Thank you, Gary. Bye. Thank you, Gary. Let's take a break. We yep. come back, and then we'll do Top Gun. Yeah, there you I go. Like that Here idea. on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. 
This is uh, Hung Up from the Bone Collector 10th Anniversary album. I hate it when they get hung up. This is obviously talking about turkeys. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I got a, a couple shout-outs real quick. What do you got? What do you got? Yeah. yeah. Um, met, met a really nice gentleman yesterday at Comanche Cove. Um, he was asking me about my boat, and then and he did the, hey, are you Captain Kevin? And I suggested, and he goes, he said, man, he goes, I've been listening to you guys forever. His name is Justin Morse. He's from Waycross, Georgia. Works nice. for the railroad. And he comes down here with Freedom Boat Club and fishes every now and then. So I wanted to say good morning. Good to, morning, Justin. To, to, to Very Justin cool. Morris. And, and then, so the, the, the other one that I have for you is, this is this is really cool. And I want to mention this. Mark Helmick's daughter, Ashley, she bought her husband, John, a birthday gift. Okay. And it's a charter with me tomorrow. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. yeah so it's a, it's just, just, just a couple things. It's, it's, it's really cool. And, all uh, all b- in the family. Before we go to the phone lines, uh, Dr. Kevin Kaplan. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you have an opening in the next two weeks to do Tommy John surgery on my right elbow? I have. <laughs> uh, the baseball did hit the side of the Home Depot. It did. Yep. Three times. Okay. Uh, Harold brought the baseball. It took three tries. It did. Okay. The, the first two were worm burners mm. <laughs> going to the plate. Well, you know, it's the uh, the perigee and the epigee right there were a little bit off. You know, awesome. the trajectory was a little low yeah. on the first one. Yeah. It's secur- it was a mole digger right there. Yeah. The first one went through the bushes into the ground. Security just came around the corner. Yeah. Out yeah. Look at what the hell's going yeah, on. Yeah, they were wondering who was. <laughs> Bouncing balls off the side of a Home Depot. <laughs> well, and the reason we were talking about that is because it's just it's such close proximity to the Home Depot down here in St. Augustine because we're at uh, Fish Bites Trading Post. Yep. And they have all kinds of rods that uh, that are on sale today. Yes. Uh, they have Dawa Crowder Blackfin rods. Uh, the reels, they have Dawa Shimano Nokuma that are on sale. They've got uh, all kinds of lures that are on sale as well. And one of the reasons why we're down here is Kevin is doing a kingfish seminar here at Fish Bites Trading Post. Yes. One is at 11. The other one is at 2 o'clock. And, it, and look, if you got questions besides kingfishing. Oh, absolutely. You know, feel free to ask. And we're going to be down here until uh, 10 o'clock, me and Kirk. And we're going to hang out a little bit afterwards. And yep. then we'll probably walk across and maybe get a little fried yeah. shrimp, a mm-hmm. little thing at the uh, St. Augustine Fish House, uh, Oyster and Fish House. I got uh, a bunch of bullet points for, for, for my seminar I want you to look at, Kirk. So, awesome. So if you have any suggestions, I would love, love to have them. Now you're going to bring rods and reels out and show them how to rig the tackle yeah, and, and show way, them how to make the rigs? By the way, did you use your reels this week? They're awesome. Unbelievable. They're what reels? Awesome. The, the, Y'all got the, some new ones? The, the, the new Shimano's? Uh, oh, my God. They are. They are. Inshore rods? The new conventional reels. Yeah, yeah okay. they're great. All I right, mean, well, let's go to the phone lines now and uh, – Bring up Top Gun. This the outdoor show of American Bandstand. Welcome back. Hey. <laughs> American Bandstand. Billy Stand. the Kid is, Billy the kid is singing Lionel Richie song. Hey, and you loved every second of it, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got a pretty good voice. Hello. I, is it oh, me hey, you're for, looking for? Yeah, that's a, that's a band. Come on now. It's better than mine, I can tell you hey, that, but yeah, that ain't saying yeah, much. Yeah. First of all, a uh, buddy of mine's uh, wife had a birthday, so I want to say happy birthday to Miss Susan Cohen. Happy birthday, girl. And speaking of birthdays, my birthday is next Thursday. 
What? And, well, and happy usually, yeah. thank you. Usually, birthdays are not a big thing for me, but after six weeks ago, I wasn't sure I was going to have another one. Yeah, but, yeah um, that's a, a big, big birthday then. All I want from you boys is to find on my doorstep a chocolate cake <laughs> and a green John Deere cap. <laughs> a Write that down. That's cake and a John Deere cap. Right. Okay. I like. Might John be able to Deere. arrange that. Do we have to bake cool. said cake? What did he say? Do we have to bake said cake? No, we don't. Uh, get cakes. one of the no. wives to do it. Might be a good <laughs> idea. Trust me. Okay. Yeah. Trust me. You do not. That's why I was asking. Baking you a cake. That's I can, why I was I asking. I can take a pretty good cake. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Chef Kirk can. And I Captain can. Kirk knows where <laughs> I live. Speaking of Captain Kirk, I have a question oh. for you. Okay. Um, I hadn't been to the boat ramp much because I hadn't been able to go down there, but went down there the other day. And I said, oh, looks like they got the fish cleaning station fishing. It only took, finished, it only took uh, six years. But uh, I got out of the truck and walked down there to look at it. Is that it? Is it it's done? It's nice, though. I give them credit. It's nice. We've got a couple picnic tables under there. We've got a bench for the clients to sit in, you know, sit down out of the sun. I used it a couple times this week and it was hot yesterday i came in i slapped my kingfish up on the table there's three tables up there we've got two hoses um it, it's nice i mean if you want to sit down yeah. and have a sandwich who, you know, who did that who's responsible for that at city, of, city? city of jacksonville city of jacksonville did i that. mean this is the nfl town come on yeah. jacksonville i expected a big Fish cleaning table with nozzles, hoses coming down from the roof, and spray jobs on them. I walked over there. Looks like a ninth grade shop class put that together. <laughs> they got a they got a ten thousand dollar roof on top of a hot dog stand. Come on, think you can do better than that? I was ticked up, and I don't even clean fish. <laughs> You know, in Top Gun, we, we've talked about this before, and, and, and we've all seen said ramp. Um, if, you, if you go to other places, New Smyrna, the Everglades, their fish cleaning tables yeah. are, I mean, first off, they're screened in, they, they're, and, and so the, the bugs are away from you. Like you said, they got these huge tables that, that, that kind of go in in the middle, and it's a big hole, and there's a macerator. And it, it it's 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 incredible, and what we have. I mean, is this is nothing. I mean, it's ridiculous. This hey, is you know what we have in St. Augustine? We have palm trees. <laughs> well, I'm put it to yeah, you this no way: clean tables. Oh, no, we got palm trees. Yeah. yeah. You know, the hundred thousand dollar kiosk that they built above the cleaning tables is very nice. Uh, it, we got caught in weather last week, and it was a great protection for getting out of the weather. We were able to sit on the picnic tables and wait for the rain to quit so we could go back out again. There are three nice and cleaning tables, so I give them credit. You know, you know, it's improved. Yeah, it it's looks improved. Like, Thank you. Looks but, like but if will... you throw a fifty, looks like if you throw a fifty-pound fish up there, it'll collapse. And another thing, <laughs> another thing, um, they got two picnic tables underneath there, 
which I'm not an expert on wood, but they look 15 to 20 years old to me. Come on. See, NFL town, there's 500 people a week that go down there fishing. Yeah. I'm, the I'm curious. Hey, the crazy thing is, is that compared to some of the other boat ramps, yes. that's the Taj Mahal. Absolutely it is. There's uh, no well, question. You know, well, reality. And Mr. Loves, I got something for you, too. What you got? You know, you, how got? I, you know how I get the scoop on stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and the whole outdoor show world is on pins and needles waiting on you to announce the next concert that you're going to go to that nobody in the free world's ever heard of the band. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm here to uh, help with, oh, Top Gun. He's okay? back, baby. Okay, I'm, I'm here to, to help educate you. Oh, my. Okay. Okay? Uh-huh. Well, I'm sitting so, there going, what the what? Who did he say? <laughs> okay, and I'm pretty I, good on music. <laughs> Just remember this. Hey, band. I know Lung, you're busy. I know you're rock. busy. What do you call a blonde in a leather jacket? Oh boy, what I do don't you, know. What? what do you call a blonde in a leather jacket? A rebel without a clue. LTS, baby. Welcome back, Top Gun. He sounded oh, feeling better. He oh, sounded healthy. All right, love it. We got uh, we got time for Chris. Let's uh, let's get Chris in here. We got Chris Bryan and Johnny all hanging on. Let's get to Chris. Morning, Chris. Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Morning, buddy. Hey, morning. I've been enjoying yeah. that honey all week, man. Hey, have you found uh, flip flop and cow poop yet? No, no, no flip flop yet. I even cut the yard. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, cut, you off, cut, cut the, the yard? whole yard. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What the hell did you do? Have a bush hog? <laughs> no, the clover started dying. <laughs> I, I got a hustler zero turn 50, 50 inch, but oh, buddy, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, the clover started dying, so uh, went ahead and cut it, and so it'll seed and uh, grow some more next year. Did you? There you go. Do you think maybe you mowed the flip flop? No, no. Could no, have, you would have. I don't know. You would. You would have found that probably. Well, Kevin's yeah. sitting here with one flip flop on. You know, he's one like a flat tire. Yeah. He, he said his foot, his planters was flaring up on his right foot, so he yeah. wore the one. He's been walking with a limp for it's weeks. Weird uh, here, look, I, I got, I got, I got to know the truth. Okay, weird. is this fresh born beer thing true? Yeah, there you go. Good question. Okay, where absolutely. a beer—that's absolutely true. You're telling me. I'm telling you, I can taste it. Tastes fresher. Yeah, so if, if I get a beer that's a day old, okay, the old born on dating thing, uh-huh. okay, and it's one day old, it's way better than something that might be three or four days old or a week or a month old. Have you drank a Miller Lite? They're never fresh, and they taste skunky to me. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like burnt beer. Oh, coming from oh. an Anheuser Busch guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. If Ricky Bobby. <laughs> All right. Well, I got to try one of these fresh-born beers at some time. Yes. Look, if Kevin has any left, I, um, I, we could we could. Try well, it's not fresh that. now. No, it's not fresh now. Yeah, I mean, we got to have it fresh. And, and, and by the way, oh, oh, hell no, I don't have any left. That was two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Well, okay. you, you got your, your normal drink, and um, I, I didn't know if the Budweiser's would, would hang around. Oh, oh no. <sighs> And and, yeah, and, and, and and you forget that uh, Captain Ricky Purpore comes by the house every now and then too. Mm. He'll oh, have, I didn't know that. 
Mm. <laughs> yeah, it changes yeah. everything. It does. Yeah, trust me. Yeah, trust me. So yeah, we was I was trying to get him to go fishing with me today, but uh, they they moved the Fernandina Blue Water Tournament to tomorrow, so we'll regroup. And uh, I've been out working on the boat this morning. Mm. Get ready to go tomorrow. All there right. Well, go. good luck. Yep. Yeah, we need. I need some. Need some. Need some good luck. Old beer money ain't been in the water since Christmas. Oh so, boy. Uh, yeah. Yep. It's, you get up there and start tinkering around and figure out throttle cable stuck and. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I know all too well. Winter yeah. time around here is tough on boats. Mm-hmm. You know, it you is. let something you let something sit for two three months, man. It ain't it, good for it. It ain't. It's Salt the, water just gets the, in. The, yeah. the, the best thing for a boat is to run it. Yep. 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 And the spring, the spring been, has been so gnarly terrible. with the wind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. terrible. Yep. Awful. Yep. Yeah. Right, we got to take a break, Chris. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, brother. Fellas, take care. Yes, sir. Yep. 904 641 1010 if you'd like to join us here this morning on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Hey, C&H Marine Construction, if you got a piece of waterfront heaven, make it even more heavenly by contacting C&H Marine Construction and let them help you with a, whether it be a remodel or a completely new construction for docks, bulkheads, boat houses, boat lifts, everything. They can handle it. They can. Hey, um, last Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, Carrie and I went to the NRA banquet with, with Bob Matthews. Oh, cool. And his, and his lovely girlfriend, Gloria. And uh, it was fun. It's the first one I've ever been to. You know? Yeah? Yeah. Um, it, it it just reminds you of an NWTF. Did you or, win anything? I, I did not win anything. Hmm. Um, I didn't spend a, a, a crazy amount of money because there was a lot of money being spent. <laughs> you know what I mean? And But it was fun. It was packed house. Uh, uh, the, the the same auctioneer, that big tall guy. Yeah. yeah. Always, yep. He 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 was there. So they 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 did a really good job. Um, and and like I said, I it it won't be the last one I go to because it, it's a good cause. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, it's a great cause. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we lost Johnny. Johnny, call back if you want some inshore recommendations. We'll get you right up. Uh, but first, let's go talk to Brian this morning. Morning, Brian. What's up, fellas? Hey, uh, hey. I, I heard thank you is in order because I heard well, that you got some goodies. <laughs> well, <is> he, <laughs> I was actually on my way to the station and uh, heard you guys weren't there, so I decided, well, I better turn around and uh, I'll bring them next week. Uh, hey, uh, hey, 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 I'm here at the station. <laughs> I'm just saying, Brian. Yeah, right yeah, here at do, the station. Do, do, do not do that, Brian. Do Good not old. Take I'm say, do you think? Do you think we could trust him with uh, all that fish? Yeah, uh, oh, absolutely not. No, Logan no Road, way. right here nope. every Saturday, no matter nope. what. I'm totally like, untrustworthy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can see that little package of mahi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, coming, yeah I'm sure back. all of it would get to the guys. I promise, Brian. So yeah. you could just oh, feel yeah. free, so, bring it on in. So, yeah. Brian, uh, tell us about your day of catching mahi. Oh, goodness gracious. So we every year, and Kevin's come down a couple of times, we get all the guys together and we rent a house down in St. Augustine. And uh, we get two or three boats down there. And sometimes we get good fishing weather, sometimes we don't. And uh, it just so happened that this last weekend was just phenomenal. The, you know, as, as you know, the mahi bite has been incredible this year. Uh, yes. And it's still going on. But uh, so we had three boats down there with about oh, 15, 16 guys. And we fished both Friday and Saturday. And 
just an incredible bite. On Saturday, I think between two of us, we had 43 mahi, and I sent Kevin a couple pictures. Wow. Uh, we had three or four fish in the 30s, a um, couple sailfish. Uh, just, just an incredible bite. <laughs> Amazing. So, uh, wow. Yeah. It, it, it's been incredible, to be honest with you. And then yesterday, you know, in the Blue Water, the Mayfield, I mean, the uh, Marlin Association, uh, half a buck released three Blue Marlin yesterday alone. Wow. How about that? That's something yeah. else, man. Yeah. So, mm. like like Chris said, we, we postponed the tournament today. Uh, I was supposed to be fishing today in the Fernandina one, but uh, uh, it didn't happen, so I'm going to run back up to the boat. and uh, All the bait that I rigged last night, I've got to get some more ice and some more salt on it. But, uh, yeah. So, why, why, did, why did they postpone today? Small craft advisory. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, it's, because... It's, I, I, we're just sitting here. I mean, we're not that far from the ocean. It is, it is dead still, man. I mean, it, there, yeah. it, there's no wind blowing at all. But, but hey, listen. Yesterday, Brian, when I left the house, I thought, man, this is gonna be a beautiful day. Oh my word! I got about two miles offshore. Ugly, mm. and I mean, ugly. yeah, yeah. And that that went into some of our thought processing too, Kevin. We yeah. talked to three or four people that fished. You know, you know, when you get offshore, that you know. Anywhere further than ten miles—that's a long way to go. And it uh, is. Windfinder, Windfinder was calling all day, twenty to twenty-five. Um, talked to a couple people that got their tails beat, and Windfinder and buoy weather kind of agreed with each other. So we just thought, you know, it, it makes more sense to to postpone it. Sunday looks you know, a little bit better, so you know, it just it, yeah. it just makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So, safety first, bro. You know, the, the yeah, one yeah. thing. Just a real, real quick comment. And I, I haven't seen the pictures yet of the dolphin that you guys caught, but it is—it's so wild how dolphin. As soon as you bring them on board, and when you when you're catching them, and right before you pull them out of the water, they're just lit up. Yeah, yep. beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And then so within good, yeah. seconds, Go ahead, I'm sorry. they're they're gray. Yeah, within seconds they just—it's—it's—it's it's, it's dead. Yeah, it's dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I sent Kevin a picture of one, the 37 that we caught that was just freshly gaffed, and it's still got, you know, the, the vibrant green to it, the blue dots. But uh, funny story about that is uh, I had just got done uh, drinking a fresh Bud Light. And, oh. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, it threw the can overboard to make a hermit crab home, and uh-huh. that, that bull dolphin fired up on the can. <laughs> I no kid kidding. you not. I fired up on the can, gave, came off the can, and got on the teaser, and uh, dropped the bait directly to it, and he came off the teaser onto the bait, and, uh, you know, rest is history. But it, it was pretty cool. But Chris's story, when he's talking about the fresher beer tastes different, I, I got to agree with him because he proved it to me uh, Thursday night at the captain's meeting. All right. Well, we, got, yeah. we, got, we, have, we got two believers. Uh, what a great he, fish, he, by he the way. The, the picture that you sent Kevin – how big is that one that the guy's holding? That one is 30. God, it looks bigger than that. No, it looks like it's 60. Yeah, it looks giant. Yeah, the uh, the other one where it just shows the fish at the bottom of the boat, that was 37. Okay. Yeah, that, those, are, those are great days. I, I It was funny. Yesterday, Brian, I was cleaning the boat, and, and William Myers um, came down there and was talking to me. You know, he keeps his, his boat at, at Comanche Cove. And he said he went on Monday. He said he left at 6.30. Ocean was beautiful. He said he was back in before 1 
at, it gassed up the boat, and he said they had thirty fish. They couldn't, they could not put another one in the box. He wow. said it was. Wow. Yeah. He said, and, and, and it, this awesome. is what he said, Brian. He said, "Look, he said, Kevin. He said I had a couple girls with me that had really never done this. He said I just put the boat in neutral, pulled all the trolling rods in. He said we just sat there with spinning rods, with with a hook and a ballyhoo, picking out which ones we wanted. He said they were they were just everywhere. I was like, wow, yeah. that's wow. that's amazing. Yeah." Did, so, Kevin, did I send you the picture of the truck with all of the fish bags and coolers full of fish? I, I think so. I'll look and see. Yeah, I mean, it, it, one of the boats ran out of Ballyhoo and just trolled artificials and caught 10 more fish after they ran out of Ballyhoo. Wow. wow. Yeah. It's just, the bite has just been incredible. When you can go to, get there. I mean, that's yeah, yeah, kind that's of been the thing. All right, Brian. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Thanks, right, buddy. Guys. See you next week. Yeah, man. And uh, let's go to uh, Mark. He's got a question for Captain Kirk. Good morning, Mark. Well, he did have a question for Captain Kirk, but then he hung up, so I guess not. Um, oh, but well. I do know the question, though. He was asking okay. about the, uh, the I believe it was the Punta Gorda trip and the and the captain that you were hanging out with down there. Yeah, Steve and Phillips. Steve Phillips. Captain Steve Phillips. Never forget that. Nope. There one leg. Well, that's right. That's right. He did that one leg, and it is not a peg leg. No. No. He's got a uh, prosthetic. Prosthetic. Thanks, Jeff. Prosthetic leg. So Captain there you go. Steve Phillips. And, and, and by the way, the reels we were talking about, people keep asking because we've talked about the new is, is a Torium. Yeah, a Torium 30 HGs. Yeah. Uh, uh, so incredible. It, it'll be, it will be our gear tip next week. Let's just okay. Put, let's well, just well let me ask way. you a question. Yeah. Okay, a lot of people are kind of going, okay, the reels you're talking about, yep. what is it for? What kind of fish? Uh, They're conventional Shimano trolling reels that we use for king mackerel and whatever okay. else we're trolling for offshore. And they're great. They're 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 not huge in size. They're well built. They're metal. Uh, I, I especially like the aluminum star drag on the, there. The, the star drag, and that's awesome. the, that's the reel that you yeah. got right He's there. Got right behind what's him. The, yep. What's the cost on something like 250 that? Two hundred fifty bucks. Two fifty. Yep. Okay. Yep. Check out the the star drag, Jeff. That's what's. I mean, it is so really really nice clickers on them. Yeah. Uh, Steve Mullen uses those exclusively in his boat. And had showed them to me last year and said, you're awesome, going to really like these. Yeah. The Star Drag has like a click system. Yes, That's it does. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. It's graduated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. that. So yeah. you're, you're not moving it too fast or right. too slow. And, and, and Jeff, for, for most people, they don't really pay attention to clickers. Okay. Kirk and I, charter captains, absolutely pay attention to clickers because most of the time we leave it on when people are fighting a fish so we know what's going on. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, we know mm-hmm. if people are reeling. We know if the fish is taking drag. And if you have, if, if the clicker's too tight, you, it, it, people can't reel against the clicker. Does that, does that make sense to yeah. you? you know, yeah. So, because we use such uh, light, light drags, and th- those are, uh, it, it, uh, again, first time I used them this week. I, I 6.2 to 1 gear ratio. Yep. Let me ask you this. If you had That's the chance good. of either having this or a Speedmaster, what would you take? I'd buy that. I'd buy that. Really? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. no now, that's new, saying something now. Well, now, well, now. And here's the other thing, Jeff. Feel how light that that whole rig is. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable. But yeah. not only that. Now, Speedmaster, in defense of that, has come out with the new Speedmaster twos. And I didn't know that. I talked to Brian about that the other day, and going to try to get some of those. Both very good quality Shimano reels. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, the 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 handle on it is uh, aluminum. It's 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 nice and thick. It's got a good body to the handle itself. It's rubberized, and especially the star drag system. It's graduated. So when you're 
when you're advancing or subtracting the amount of drag that's added to the spool, it's it clicks so it it doesn't let you overdo it or underdo right. it depending on what you're doing. I really liked it yesterday. We had some nice kingfish on yesterday that were really and I love smoking the, the rods. Handle. I love the handle too. The big yeah. handle, like when yeah. it, we, we say the uh, aluminum handle, but on the end, the ball, the part that you're actually grabbing. Well, just the thickness of the handle, the way it attaches to the reel. That's yeah. not a thin piece of aluminum no. that yep. attaches to the reel. And the same thing on the star drag. It's quality, and it just when you look at the reel and you pick it up and you hold it and you, right. you know, you put it in your hand, and then when you use it the first time, I was like, damn, this, these are nice. So I, uh, uh, Captain Jeff Stam just just sent me a message because he's a Shimano guy, and he said the Speedmaster Two is more for bottom fishing. Right. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break. Let's do. Uh, we come back. We've got a Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. We are live at Fish Bites Trading Post down here in St. Augustine, which leads us to the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power in a cat rental store has the most dependable fleet in the industry, one of the youngest. If you want a piece of equipment to do a job right, go to ringpower.com to learn more. And this week's tip, today down here at Fish Bites, Kevin is going to be doing a seminar Two of them, one at 11 a.m., the other one at 2 p.m. on Kingfish. But he will be available for questions on other things as well. No question. So tips, tricks, strategies on all things fishing. Mm -hmm. It'll be fun. Might just be me and Harold. That's all right. (laughs) That's fine. Harold will get an education. (laughs) And uh, a cool little place to have a little Kingfish seminar. Mm Mm-hmm. Because here at the front porch of the Fish Bites Trading Post, I mean, they literally have a giant front porch here. Mm -hmm. And uh, the neat thing is it's really not elevated like a porch. It's like ground level, but it's cool. It feels like you're on a porch. Yeah. And they have the the famous boat. They do have the famous boat. Here. Yep. And it's it's, um, a a baseball throw to Home Depot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, th- it's three baseball throws. Three, three, three throws, okay. yeah. 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 Well, it took three, but yeah, not but, but they, they, they've got a Sea Fox from Whaling Bay out here on display, and they've got the the, the famous Ranger boat. And that's the that boat is beautiful. The Ranger Bay boat that Captain Kirk, me, and you took uh, yeah. Mr. Bill Dance out on. Yeah, and they've got that here at the Fish Bites Trading Post. You know, it'd been cool if we could have got him with a sharpie to sign the we tried, somewhere in the boat. That was our idea. We, we told yeah, you guys. Yeah, we forgot. Yeah, yeah. you guys <laughs> forgot. Uh, Chris and I, we were on it. We were grinding right. so hard, Man. catching all them fish. Yeah, oh, you guys, gosh. you guys wore. Well, the it out. first day we did. Yeah, yeah we did catch. First it. day we wore them out. I mean, but the weather got you know, worse. Weather was terrible. Weather was, it terrible. was awful. God, that's the worst scenario you could have for a charter boat captain trying to put one of the best fishermen on the world on I, I, fish. I mean, you know, I I I commend you guys for trying. But what the hell are you doing trying to do it in February? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I mean, well, uh, our weather usually just in defense of that. Some of the best sheephead fishing will be in February. Oh, yeah. It, it, I mean, it can be fired up. In the last couple of years, though, it hasn't been. I know, which is weird. Yeah, it hasn't been. I mean, it's... I don't, I don't get it. it. Hey, look, I was talking to... There's no rhyme or reason, yeah, really, to anything. I, I, I was talking... Uh, sometimes. Kirk, Kirk you, you, we, we've talked about this. It's, it's weird how things change, because when I took um, Doug Wenzel fishing on Thursday, right? You go out the north cut, there's bait everywhere, you throw the net. Ten years ago, we didn't go anywhere. We stayed right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and, and, and my God, the days that you would have, you'd catch 
10 or 15 bull reds, you catch jacks, you catch cobia, you might even catch tarpon. Uh, you know, you, they just, they were all in there. Mm-hmm. We haven't done that in 10 years. No. I mean, seriously. It, it, patterns have changed. The patterns have changed. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it's, um, and, and again, we keep going back to that. But, and Jeff, you did this with us in April every year. You know, and usually the ocean was beautiful. Yeah. But hell, we can't even get offshore in April anymore. Mm. You know, um, people are always like, hey, how's the Kobe to run? How do we know? Some of the best days fishing <laughs> yeah. ever had have been in that April window Absolutely. where you, you're looking for cobia, the yes. redfish, and then maybe... Do you remember the day you had Mr. Bill? And in we my were, boat, in yeah. In your boat, yeah. yeah. And, and I can't remember who I had. And, and all the rays that we were on? Everywhere. Everywhere. And the cobia, that was... that was. I'll, I'll pro- and you know what? I'll, I'll never forget. That was the second week of April. There was uh, there was a weekend, a, a day that I remember too, and it was, it was me and Tom Lucas. And I remember when... The, the there was one year that the rays were everywhere. Yeah. And they were down around Matanzas mm-hmm. and we were down there and it was ridiculous and we go back down there again and we're catching cobia and then all of a sudden thousands of tarpon come moving in. Right. Literally all heading north. It was like it was a migration. Yep, yeah. sure it was. Sure it was. And I've never seen anything like that ever mm-hmm. again. I, mean, I think the most craziest thing I ever saw. Have you ever, ever seen saw. that? Okay, so let me answer this question real quick. Then we'll go. I, one time, and and it was the opposite way. It was in they se- were going in, south in September, and 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 when I when I tell you that it was eight hundred to a thousand yards long. Yeah, that's what it, this was. It, it was, and 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 I had because it's the only time I've ever done this. I had four rods with four circle hooks, and when they came through, all four rods went off. I caught all four of them, I, and that's 45 minutes. So I took off south, got in front of them again, put four rods out, and caught four more. Oh, yeah, caught oh. eight. Caught eight fish. Had that, oh. had 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 four on twice that day. It, there was thousands. Well, of the day that I saw yeah. them heading north, yeah. they wouldn't touch nothing. How about that? And we threw everything, How about trying that? to get yeah. them to bite. We're like, how can they not eat? Yeah. Wow. There, there, there are thousands of. Them. I will still, and I, I remember it vividly. It was a spring, and we do. I was doing a ten boat charter down there for Reynolds Smith and Hills, and you were fishing in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Don't forget, we got a twelve o'clock right. charter, and you know, don't be late." <laughs> and so Kevin comes flying in, and everybody's leaving, and I'm going. I call him on the phone. He goes, "I'm coming. I'm right there. I'm right. I'm, I'm, I'm running right underneath the bridge of lines. I'll be there in a second. And he comes flying up. He dumps his people out, and he looks at me. He goes, "Let's go, let's go, just follow me." And I go, "Really?" And he goes, "Believe me, just follow me." And I remember we ran all the way to Matanzas we Inlet, did. and I remember Leary Jenkins looked at me and he goes, "Are we going to Cuba?" He's like, "Where in the hell are we going?" I said, "Kevin said follow him." He said, "The cobia bites on," and we got down there, and it was it was epic. Un- it was unbelievable, yeah. and yeah. there was like six boats down there yeah. and us, and we just crushed them. Yeah. I caught thirty. Two cobia that day. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah. Pitching, and I mean, from yeah. from we had all our slots. Oh yeah. And we were just catching them and letting them go. I mean, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Mm. Yep. 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 But it's and and most of those stories are April, early May, spring, and, and and you know we just don't have that. I'm not saying we don't have that fishery. I don't know. Yeah. Because we can't get out. Right. You know, in April. God. Yeah. So, but yeah, those were those were those were some. Amazing days, but I, what I, the one thing that I don't understand is the is the bull reds on the bait pods. 
I don't I don't get that. You know I, where that went. Where that went. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and Kirk, Kirk you remember. I, I did a TV show on this with with Kerry and Roger was a cameraman. You were catching those bull reds underneath the bait pods in November. Yeah, and and it was a beautiful day, and we took off from St. Augustine. I was going to meet him because he was he was it, it, like the Jack Speech Pier, but it was mm-hmm. so pretty. I thought let's just run the boat. Yeah, I got to the gate station, and there was more pogies than I. It, 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 and we started dropping down, Jeff. I, I don't know how many Kerry and I caught. I it was mean, unreal. It was unreal. And yeah. I was north of them five miles, six miles up the yeah, beach. Doing yeah. the same thing. Doing the same thing. Doing the thing. same thing. Just yeah. d- down there by the Red Tops. We were just freaking crushing them. Yeah. I mean, every cast. Mm. I mean, I'll, I'll never forget it. I had yep. Fred Franklin in the boat. I had uh, another guy. I forgot his name. There's a, a big accounting firm in town. And then, um, oh, gosh, it was a, a banker friend of mine. His name fails me right now. But I remember there's three of us in the boat. We caught so many, they were like, don't throw another exactly. bait out. Exactly, yeah. yeah you get, you, 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 I yeah. mean, we caught 40 or 50. Yeah, you yeah, catch a couple of them, and then I'm good. No, it, yeah, you know? absolutely. But 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 for people who, oh, who, yeah. who are chartering you who have never done anything like oh, that, epic. I, I mean, it's epic. Yeah. Epic. You know, I mean, well, I'm, Matt Colley. Matt Colley with I Barnett Banks. Matt Colley. Yeah. Matt Colley. Yep, yep. And I remember we, we just caught him, and Matt finally looked at me and goes, Kirk, don't throw another bait in the water. If you do, I'm throwing that damn rod in the water. I am not catching another one. It was that bad. Yep. It was crazy. Yep, yep. but uh, that, that, that fishery's been been done um, for, for numerous years. R- really, really strange how things, how things change. Well, I think we've had a couple things that have taken place, just dredging in the river a lot. And we're dredging a lot offshore and dumping sand on the beaches, trying to keep these beaches. Yeah, cold. I don't know. There's, there, there's. I mean, I think there's so many things. Yeah, that there's are, so I mean, many variables. There could to be it. Uh, something to do with all of that, but I mean, it's just like the river, right? And the St. Johns River, the the yellowmouth bite that yep. we used to have, uh, exactly in the That's river. That's a great example. And it was hot. And heavy yep. for a couple years, yep. and then I mean big ones. I mean big ones. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. go out there and you'd fish the edges of the channel, yeah. and I, any kind of soft plastic bait, just mm-hmm. work it near the bottom, and you have a ball. Yeah, this is going back when Rich Gray was here I, back in the well, old days. I was days. just going to say Rich Gray's who I fished with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And since then, it's like where did they, where they go? Where they? And, and you know that was always something. Whenever we took a question about somebody who just wanted to take kids in the river catch a few fish. Yeah. We sent them to Club Continental mm-hmm. and what, 12 feet of water, 14, I, I forgot. Right, how, right like, at 14. 14 feet, you know, but what happened to that? I don't know. It, but it's just the same thing that, that we talked about. Um, and, and and I'll tell you, I, I, I think last year's uh, kingfish bite was on a scale of 1 to 10, maybe a 4. And this year has already been a good year. It's, you know, I, I have not caught anything on the beach. I did fish the beach on Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. I had a 13-boat charter with Circle K. Thank you to those guys, um, and thanks for all the guys that participated. We had we had a ball. We had perfect weather. And I, I knowing that bait was in the north cut and the ocean was going to be gorgeous, you know, I brought my kingfish reels. I said, I'm just going to fish the beach. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang in there for three mm-hmm. hours. And uh, uh, we caught some sharks and stuff like that. I never did. No kingfish. I never did. And, and, and even at the end of the Shay Rays? Uh, so, no, I did not. The last 45 minutes, I left the captain's house and went to the tide, to the rip, which was amazing. And not a bite and not, and not a ray. And Kirk, uh. you said there were some rays out of Bayport yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, I saw, okay, I saw be, two. That might be the rays that, we, that, that Scott and I fished two weeks ago. They were empty. There was nothing on them. Huh. Nothing on them. They were just swimming around, you know. Mm. 
That is a sight to behold. It, they're awesome. beautiful they're animals. They are, beautiful. They are incredible animals. Yeah. You know? All right, let's take a break. Uh, folks, we are live at Fish Bites Trading Post. They've got some deals going on down here mm-hmm. on rods and reels. and 20% off, too. Such, yeah. Yeah, can't yeah. beat it. The rods, Dawa, Crowder, Blackfin, reels, the uh, the Dawa, Shimano, Nakuma. And they have other things as well. When I get uh, we get done here, i got to get a pair of pliers. I don't know what happened to my pliers. I had like four sets of pliers, you know, and now I, I have none. I, it's funny. I, I got a pair of pliers, and I they're Danko's, and I bought an extra um, pair of snips. You know, the, the interchangeable? Yeah. Right. And the blades. I, I, the blades, I did that this week. They don't work. They don't work. <laughs> they don't work? No. I, so I had to put the old original ones on there, and they, they still work. But, you know, I've had other pliers with interchangeable blades like that, and they never work. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, never. I don't know. Kate bought me a set of Bedankos for Christmas, and they're they're incredible. They'll cut through that, that strand, seven-strand braid. Like butter, man. Oh, well, these are these are great pliers too. I've had them for a year. They're All right. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean on you guys. Okay. Yeah, okay yeah. When we get done here, to help me buy a nice set of pliers. Okay. And I don't want to. I'm not talking about the. Uh, I understand. Four hundred dollar space age. I don't know. If you want a good set of pliers, hey, so hey. you're gonna have to break a hundred. Jeff, we you know gotta, how you are. Okay? Yeah, we got. It. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. You're gonna have to break a hundred, yeah. man. I'll, 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 no, I don't think so. No, no, you're gonna have to break a hundred. I'm telling no. you, these decos, these decos that I have are like forty bucks. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. that's I'm yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I'm man. right in line with that. You gotta go up a little bit. Okay, you gotta go up. No. Okay. I'm I'm, a, I'm, I'm Kevin. I'm shopping with yeah, you. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> 904-641-1010 If you'd like to join us here this morning on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Well, last year we had a bumper crop when them white oak acorns started to drop. So many I twisted my ankle walking through the stand. Everywhere you look was a sweet persimmon. Big around as a Florida lemon was a white tail grocery store all over the land. This spring during turkey season, Jack Frost came and he went to freezing everything with a bumblebee, a bud and a bloom. Then summer came and there weren't no rain, everybody said what a crying shame, and the DNR predicted deer season was doomed. <laughs> well, me and my buddies, we got to thinking, sitting around one night drinking, how we gonna fill up our deer tags? Then a light went off and I started to grin. I remembered about my big grain bin. We started filling up 50-pound bags. Look yellow acorns. There were yellow a- acorns. Yeah, yeah, man. And now how do you spell acorns? A-K-E-R-N-S. Acorns. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's good. Again, music uh, from the Bone Collector 10th Anniversary album. We got uh, no skin in that game. It's just a cool. Good job, Chris. That's cool collection of songs. And uh, thank you, Chris, for making it to where everybody can listen to a little bit of it. Digging that guitar, too. Woo! Chicken pick. Yeah. Loving that. Yeah. Hey, uh, time now for the Kirby Co. Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. We got to do a little rehab from last week. Oh. What's a futta, futta, futta? We uh, we let everybody astray. Doctor, please talk to me, doctor. Please. Last week. 
Kirby Co. Builders is an industry leader and proven provider of tra- framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. And uh, and for those that maybe didn't listen to the show last week, last uh, Saturday Shame on you. was uh, Miss Kirby Co.'s birthday. Right. So if you missed her birthday, mm. go ahead, send her a text and say, hey, Jan, happy birthday. I know it's a week late, but... Uh, I happy, got busy and I and I, and I missed it. Birthday. All right, so yep. wish her a happy birthday a week late. Uh, this week's Kirby Co. Cooking Tip of the Week, because last week's with the uh, cracked cheese uh, substitute was a little short. This week <laughs> is on the money. Yep, yep. Paul liked it. <laughs> there, there, Dozier, Dozier liked it. There uh, are. I'm not saying that he no, liked it. He, no, he, he didn't. Paul's just he a said, nice. He's a nice he's, guy. He said it's not bad. Okay, yeah. okay. That, he that's, said, Kirk, that's not bad. Bless your heart. <laughs> that's what he said. Okay. <laughs> when anybody adds the tag, bless your heart, they're feeling for you, and they're just being nice. Okay. No, but seriously, the, this week's tip. Uh, we had this last night, and this was something that Tara came it up with. It looks good. I, I like I it. I have no idea where she came up with this. Okay. But in the summertime... You're always looking for something that's cool and refreshing. Yes. Okay, like a summer salad with the onions and the cucumbers and the tomatoes and yeah. the and the vinegar, right? Which is, uh, I think, a summertime summertime staple. This one is also a a fantastic summertime staple, and I think it's the one of the best summer salads that there is. And you can go to the store and buy these little Fretz fresh mozzarella pearls. They're about the size of the tip of my pinky finger. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they come in a pack, and you undo the pack, and then they're kind of all compressed together, but then they'll break apart into those little marble-sized mozzarella balls. And then you you cut up fresh watermelon, which, look, the watermelon is uh, is being grown locally here. In fact, Parker's got some watermelon. But you can buy some of the fresh watermelon right now in the stores, and then you put little cubes or... If you want, got a little circle scoop, you uh-huh. can circle scoop the watermelon into the bowl. Melon balls. Melon balls, yeah. exactly. Melon balls. Melon balls. Thank you, Kirk. Doctor, please help me, please. <laughs> Speak and to me. We like you put a, a balsamic glaze on top. That's one of my favorites. And I love balsamic glaze. I do, glaze. too. I put it on my salads all the time, fish. It's good on anything. It is. It really it is. It really is. That's a staple at our house. But And then and then here's the thing. Um, that's Carrie's... Um, uh, leaves that are on there. Oh, basil. The basil leaves. Basil leaves. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I don't like the basil leaves on it. Uh-huh. Okay. Some people may love it. I don't like the basil leaves. Mm-hmm. But without the basil leaves, this is one of the best salads you'll ever eat. <laughs> I I actually, when I first looked at it, I thought that was tomatoes. You know? No. Yeah. It's watermelon. How about yeah, that? Yeah, watermelon. And it's a combo that a lot of people, I, I like when yeah. she first made it, I'm like, uh... That is probably not going to work, and I'm going to, you know, be nice and say, "Oh, honey, that's fantastic," you know. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You hit about thirty-five or forty, and you go, "Honey, this really sucks." But I-, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you put in this. Uh, this just ain't getting it today. Uh, you think you come up with a res- different recipe tomorrow? Because I ain't eating this garbage. <laughs> How much time did you spend on this? No. I mean, don't. Oh, well, you wasted a lot of time on this one. Don't even. You know, I'm gonna give right. this to no. the dog. No. You know what I think? I think you need to get back in there and make me something else. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't getting it right here. Uh, but seriously, 
that's like them damn yellow acorns we were talking about right there. We got to have a right product here. For some reason, watermelon, French mozzarella, little balls. Mm-hmm. Little I love pearls, I love watermelon. And then the balsamic glaze, and we get the Bertoli. B-E-R-T-O-L-L-I. Yeah. I know there's other good brands that are there out are. there, but we really like the Bertoli for whatever reason. It's just got the right kind of taste. And uh, and literally, it, it, it's a great salad. We had it last night. We had a, a steak. We had a ribeye steak that we had had. We didn't cook from a couple of weeks back that we froze it. And we're like, hey, when we have a dinner, just me and her and Taylor eats early, we'll cook it for ourselves. Well, we cooked it for ourselves. And so we had this salad with uh, a ribeye steak. And some onion rings in the oven. It was it was awesome. I mean, great. So you dinner. guys like the Belgiosia? Yes, as far as uh, the French mozzarella pearls, yeah, yes, mozzarella, excellent, nice, excellent. And uh, uh, the other thing, Kirk, you were talking about putting that balsamic glaze on different things. Oh, you give me a a blue cheese wedge. Yeah. And then some of that balsamic glaze on top. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, the good thing about balsamic, you can put it on fish. You can put it on chicken. You can put it on steak. Mm-hmm. And it just it just enhances the flavor of it. You know what I, I like putting it on, seriously? Um, the um, vegetable uh, Brussels sprouts. Yeah, that's another good one. Roasted or pan-fried Brussels sprouts with the, that Bertoli balsamic glaze. Whew. That's a lot of words out oh, there. Oh, man. <laughs> it is heavenly. Good stuff. Anyway, that's your Kirby Co. Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. Try a, a little different summer salad. I know a lot of summer salads. You're used to talking about onions, cucumbers, and tomatoes, and this is just a little different version. Watermelon, mm-hmm. fresh mozzarella, pearls, some basil if you choose, and then some balsamic glaze on top. Won't be disappointed. No. No. Carrie's been sending me out with some kind of fruit every day this week. Yeah, man on the ocean. I'm telling you, nothing it, better than it, apples it, it, or orange what, slices. That, we, we had we had I had apples and grapes this week, and man, I mean, you know, it, it, right at that that eleven o'clock, you know, you're like, I can't eat it, anything heavy. I can't either. I, can, I, you I, know, I, I can't. Uh, God bless people that bring me yeah, a sub sandwich. I know, me too. And I'll I, take a couple bites out of it, and I end up when they're not looking, I'll flip the bread into the ocean and just eat the meat. Mm-hmm. I just can't eat it's, anything it, heavy. It, it, it's funny. I'm I'm the same way. I'll take me a pack of crackers, some Keeblers. I'm like Lance. Lance. Lance yeah, Keepers. nabs. Yep, yep. Pack of yep. nabs. You know, but the thing that's cool in the summertime is I'll buy those uh, those watermelons and then make melon balls and stick them in the freezer. Mm. Wow. The night before, and when I take them out in the boat, I throw them in the ice chest in the boat in the uh, in the cooler, and then around 11 o'clock I pull them out, and they're just starting to thaw out a little bit, and, man, they're really good like that. And cold. And ice that's cold. That's what I mean, yeah. Ice cold, you know. It's good stuff. All right, let's take a break. Uh, if you'd like to join in this morning, folks, 904-641-1010. We are live down at Fish Bites Trading Post in St. Augustine. Right across from Moe's Southwest Grill. And a baseball throw away from Home Depot. Yeah, just a nice flip. That has been proven. Yep, got to flip it a few Even times. with a 55-year-old arm. You got to throw a, it a it's few times. It's a baseball times, throw away. Mm. Uh, by the way, just real quick, uh, a great season for the St. John's Country Day baseball team. Yes. They ended up losing in the, uh, in the regional final on uh, Tuesday night. And uh, they had a great season. They got a couple guys that. Uh, did, did you did you have a stranger come up and say, "Hey, Jeff"? Yes, uh, <laughs> Mark Spencer. Yes, <laughs> yes, Mark came up and said hi. That's cool. I was in the in the in the back there, and uh, yeah, they end up losing four to one. But uh, congratulations, Tom great Lucas. Season. Yeah, a great season. I know they wanted to go a little bit farther, but they've got a couple guys on that team. 
that uh, that are headed to bigger and better things, and uh, they've got a few guys that are going to be coming up that are going to be really good football or baseball players in the future. Sweet. And uh, so congratulations to all the other baseball teams in the area that had great seasons. Well, no, I'm not trying to single out just one team. But, yep. you know, look, we got a, we got a personal affiliation yeah, with sure. Tom Lucas, man. We're, yeah, yeah. You know, we got a root for him. History. Sure. Some anyway. history there. Uh, anyway, to join us, 904-641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Oh, yeah, my favorite. Your heart gets to pumping, your knees get to knocking, and your mind starts racing. It's a feeling like you never felt before. Have you coming back for more? But fever, gonna get your point. But fever, have you praying to the Lord? Come on. Nothing better than Buck Fever. No doubt. You know, if you got somebody listening to that song, it's not a deer hunter, right. and they're, they're listening to the lead-up. They're yeah. thinking he's going to talk about a blonde or a brunette, or and he's like, what? What? A talk deer? A, a, yeah. a buck? That's buck right. what? That's right. A buck fever? I saw. What's wrong with these I, people? I was up uh, working on the property this early part of this week, and summer's arrived up there, by the way. Oh, yeah. Hot. And the yellow flies. Oh, they're terrible. It's one of the worst. Look, seriously. seriously one of the worst. Late springs for yellow flies yep. that I've ever seen. I hate them things. Brutal. Brutal. They are them, awful. Brutal. God, they eat you alive, man. But but I was up there, and uh, I, when when you have a timber harvest, and they have loading decks, and they trim the trees, et cetera, and then when they get done, they, they can do a couple different things. They can scatter the debris, mm-hmm. or they can pile it up. And, burn it. And then you, you burn it. Well, yeah where I had these loading decks, they were in a first thin timber. So in other words, it was the very first thinning. And so you still have a lot of standing trees around these piles. And you really don't want to burn those just because you run the risk. If you if the heat affects the trees around these piles, it'll weaken them. And then they become susceptible to bugs. Mm. And if you start getting bugs in these trees around the pile, then it can affect the whole stand right. of trees. And so a couple of them we were able to burn because we had enough area. The other ones we just let it sit and rot. And it typically about three years mm-hmm. that this stuff tur- starts to turn to just dirt, mush. Yep. Yeah, it's fun- funny how that. Well, is. You, now you got the I call it an eyesore of this stuff. And so I was like, all right, what do I, what do I want to do with it? And I was talking to Timmy, who's a forester up there in Wheeler County, and he's awesome, Timmy Hartley. And he was saying we'll scatter it. And so I said, okay. So I go to start the skid steer and and battery's dead so uh didn't have time to go run and get a battery so i just put the root grapple on the john deere you know and it doesn't have a cab or anything so you're going to get a little dusty it's just the way it is so i start scattering the one it takes you know about an hour or so or more to you know scatter it out and i don't know if you guys saw the post on our facebook instagram page about the snake yeah, I saw that. The picture that was identified this snake. Oh, yeah, sure. That snake came from the first debris pile yep, that right. I was working on, and, and he f- was, like, lost. And here's the crazy thing. The number of mice and, and rats that came out of that debris Damn pile. Right. I'm surprised you didn't see any rattlesnakes. I'm shocked. Yeah. Shocked, and maybe I ran them over. I yeah. don't know. But the uh, only snake that I saw come out of the debris, debris piles was that king snake, which uh, if, if nobody's ever seen a king snake, it's a black 
bigger snake with little yellow bands. It's beautiful. It is really too. a pretty snake, yeah. and they and they're yeah. big, and those things I guess eat rattlesnakes. Yes. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I did the first debris pile, and then another one. I needed some dirt for uh, to fix a road, and so what I did is I dug a hole, and then I pushed that debris pile in the hole, you know, so that it would still be kind of spread out, and then did a little bit of that on the, on the other one too. But but man, uh, it's hot. Yeah. In Georgia. Yeah. I mean, it's already hot, and it's that time of year. But you know what? You do what you got to do sure. to get ready for the seasons. And, uh, yeah, got a, got a lot of tractor time. And I love tractor time. But, man, the dust, because we haven't <laughs> we had, had rain had had rain in a while. No. Yeah, I had I oh. had dust boogers for oh. two days. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. what Thanks uh, for Brad sharing that. Yeah, I yeah, hunted one sure. more day up there at the end of turkey season. I think it was last week, wasn't it, 16th? Was 15th the last, was the, the last 15th. day. Yep. And he said by yeah, 10 15th, 16th, you know, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah whatever you do. It's one of those ladies, you know. Too That's flexible. Yeah, so, yeah. like snapper season. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, seventh, yeah. It's flex. Eighth, yeah. ninth, flex tenth, yeah. eleventh. Flex. Yeah. It's fl- the birds don't know Just what kidding. day it is. <laughs> you know, they don't care. But anyway, he said it was, by 10 o'clock, he said it was cooking. Oh, yeah, buddy. He said it was cooking. He said I was done. Yeah. It was crazy because no. uh, it, it was in the 90s, I think, on – or, or if it wasn't 90, it was close to 90 mm-hmm. on Monday. Yeah. And Tuesday morning I wake up and I, and I, you know, kind of got a little routine. You wake up, you know, you go sit on the porch, drink a cup of coffee, you know, watch the sun come up a little mm-hmm. bit and see the the woods come or listen to the woods come alive. And I'm, I'm out there and I'm like, it's kind of chilly. Yeah. And I'm like, holy cow. So, uh, so I end up sitting there thinking to myself, this is kind of odd because it's a little bit colder than it's advertised. So I pull up my app on the phone. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm doing a total Captain Kirk. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't know? Pull up the app. I pull That's up right. the app, and I, I see what the, the temperature is. And it says 69. I mean, there's no way it's 69. Huh. No way. Right. So then I did what I should have done, and I walked over to the temperature gauge that I have oh, with oh, a yeah. thermometer, uh-huh. and it was 58, 59 degrees. How about that? I mean, that was you know, nice. you know what time that is? Get on the tractor time. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Skip breakfast and yeah, go absolute, get on the tractor. Absolutely. It's exactly what I did. Yep. You yep. know, despite the fact the last two months have been incredibly windy, it has been some of the prettiest spring weather I, I, we have had in years. I mean, it's been beautiful. I, it, it, Jeff said it last week. You know, even though it's going to be windy and it, it's going to be beautiful, and it was. I mean, it was it was stunning, beautiful. I mean, to work in the yard or whatever you wanted to do, but um, damn, you couldn't go fishing this week, though. Yeah, it's been I, beautiful. I, I, I fished every day this week. Fishing it's been, this week it's was amazing. Fun. I had a good yeah. time this week. Yes. All right. Um, uh, hey, by the way, folks, uh, if you want to listen to our podcast, you can still do it the old ways that we've had for for quite some time. Mm-hmm. But Chris, there's a new way right now yes. to listen to our show. Yeah. So it's a new way that's actually been around for a while, but it's new to us. Uh, so so 1010XL has this thing called on demand, and you can listen. Uh, you know, via the website, they have a special podcast where everything's automatically uploaded, all that hullabaloo. Well, we're on that now, and uh, and it was pretty cool because we had like uh, 1,500 people listen to it 
uh, and we didn't even announce it last week. So how about that? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out along with all your other favorite Ten Ten XL shows. So uh, I'm being stupid here. So you get you have to go to their website. So you can 10, go 10 to XL.com? Yes, you can go to Ten Ten XL.com, and then you can find the on demand link there, and then it has that list. You can also have the Ten Ten XL podcast loaded, and you can access it through there. Either oh, and then their app. Yeah. Either way. Uh, Either way, yeah. yeah, you can get to it, and and if you happen to be on Spotify or something, just remember you can listen to Bone Collector songs, and you can also get the Outdoor Show podcast there too. All right, well, John has a Spotify story, so let's go talk to him. Good morning, John. Good morning, and morning. Chris, thanks thanks for not calling me Chad today. <laughs> hey, no, <laughs> hey, no problem, Chad. <laughs> so um, I have a Spotify story. Okay. And since today's uh, theme seems to be about music, uh, just a quick backstory. I had a CT scan scheduled for Monday. For some reason, they couldn't do it. They had to do an MRI, which changed it from 20 minutes to an hour and a half. Well, after they had me change in this gown and get all ready and stuff, the lady comes in and says, what kind of music do you like to listen to? We have Spotify. And I said, you have Spotify? Then I'll listen to the outdoor show. She nice. said the outdoor show. <laughs> she pulled it up. She says, "Is this it with Kevin Favor and Kurt Waltz?" And I said, "Yep, that's it." So the the hour or so I was in the MRI, I'm listening to Captain Kurt's story from last week about fishing down south with the one legged guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Captain Steve Phillips. Captain Steve Phillips. <laughs> Captain Phillips. That's yep. a great way to pass the time. Absolutely. Yep. So it was it was a lot more enjoyable than any music I could have listened to. There oh. you go. Yeah. We're that, glad we that, entertained you. Being in those tubes is no fun. Yeah. Yeah, well the time went by pretty quick, so Yeah. But I I just thought I'd I'd share that with you. The That's um, cool. The people at the MRI clinic now know about the outdoor show. Love it. Oh, good. Love it. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for spreading the word, John. Yeah. yeah hey, we love you, Chad. <laughs> okay, thanks. Y'all have a good All right, John, see you, buddy. See you. All, All right, right uh, before we take a break, Chris, let's get uh, Mr. Jimmy Knight up, find out where he is at. Morning, Jimmy. Morning, fellas. Morning, buddy. How y'all doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. good. You know, and every time you call, we're like, okay, where's where's Jimmy? Where's Jimmy? <laughs> He's in the woods. Where you at, Jimmy? I'm He's in, in the woods. I'm in Georgia. What, what you doing in Georgia? Beaver dam busting. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, lovely animal. You know what I found to be one of the best beaver busting tools? Dynamite. No. Oh. Well, yes, if you can get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But seriously, uh, Gerald got you. Remember, you know the old fire fireman uh, things that had the big long stick with the hook on the end? Okay. Pike Bank pole. stick. Pike pole. Huh? It's a pike pole. It's pike pole. Yeah. Yeah. Coming yeah. from a fireman. Okay, I figured he would know. That's why I was bringing this up. But, Jimmy, we, we use those things to just to pull the dam down, and then once you kind of get the water going, uh, you then you just keep – Yeah, you keep pulling with that stick. And then those – how long are those poles typically, 12, they, 10 or 12 feet? They go – you can get them 6 feet all the way up to 14 feet. Yeah, I think the one we have was like 12 feet maybe. How would you get that? Uh, I, and Jimmy probably knows this, but – those things stay in the service, I guess, a certain amount, a finite amount of time before they have to be replaced. 
That's because right. they That's can't right. they yeah. can't have a tool fail. Mm-hmm. No, okay, uh, but, they get up there and they break on them and stuff like that. No, they check every Saturday is equipment day, and they go through and inspect all the equipment and stuff. And if uh, one of them's got it out of date or shows wear, then it's taken out of service. But and so the ones we got, we got two of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, are still in great shape. Where, where did you get them? Gerald got them somewhere. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know exactly where, but I mean, it was from. I wasn't from like a fire department, but it was some or some that yeah. had been in the fire department, and mm-hmm. they were still usable. And yeah. I'm talking for for beaver dams, man. Yeah, those things are the because uh, I use a metal rake. Or all oh, these, you know, you you you'll never use a metal rake okay. ever again. I, I can find you got one, one of these. Yeah, okay. Jimmy will get you one, I bet. But she could probably get you one. <laughs> hey, check your text. I sent you a picture a while ago with dam being busted. Yeah, uh-huh. I saw that. What we use, I use a chainsaw. I take them to chainsaw an old chain, and you cut cut your channel. Then you take your rake or pipe pole, or whatever. Then you can pull that stuff out a lot easier. Cause all yeah, that I thought about that. It doesn't mess up the chainsaw sticking in the water like that, though? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't hurt at all. Really? It just okay. swings mud everywhere. But uh, I mean, think about those guys that cut the uh, holes in the ice to go ice fishing. Yeah, they yeah. use a chainsaw. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. You know, the water's going to lubricate it. Yeah. Yeah. But anyhow. All right. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Jimmy. Thanks, Jimmy. Y'all have a good day and be safe. Right. Yeah, but right. thank so, you, Jimmy. One more segment to go, folks, uh, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Scallop season's got to be right around the corner, right? Yeah. Coming up, right? I know guys are talking about going to Steen Hatchie. Yeah, doing it. Steen Hatchie River Club. I know it ends typically uh, September. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But when does it start? June one, maybe. And, and, and I think that, and I'm almost positive about, but Steen Hatchie gets like an extra two weeks than the rest of the state. Mm. So you go get you know scallops early if you want to. But anyway, if you want to, uh, Steen Hatchie River Club, you know, go in there and. Uh, Make reservations with those guys, and and if you want to take your boat, they got a private boat ramp right there. If not, if you want to rent one of their boats, got Carolina skiffs, they got pontoon boats, kayaks, whatever you want. Cool right, boys. I, I just good good people. I just pulled it up. Uh huh. And uh, the uh, Steen Hatchie is let's see. So then what they call the Swanee River Zone. Okay. Okay. And the base gallop season is June fifteenth until Labor Day. Wow. Okay. So then that's the earliest starting season of any of them. That's because, what I thought, yeah. yeah. The Gulf County starts August 16th. Franklin's July 1st. Uh, and then Levy, Citrus, and Hernando County, July 1st. They go all the way. Yeah, so they got, they got a two-week jump. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, but uh, some of the other zones go longer. They uh, The other zones go all the way till September 24th. Gotcha. So I think the seasons are about the same. I mean, I think if I was going scalloping, though, I'd want to do June or July. I want it hot and yeah, still, and yeah, you know, I don't want to take my chances in September. No, I'd be doing that. You know, just that way you're in the water the whole time. Yeah, you know, cooling yeah. off. Absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that'd be me. Hey, I want to give a shout out don't to shout uh, out Mike Hayes this week. Saved my bacon. <laughs> Mike, you know, Mike, Mike saved man, mine this week too. Mike is is my hero, man. I called Mike and I said, Mike. We have a little electrical problem at the house. I'm at the boat ramp. I call Kate, and she's at the house by herself. And I said, do you have an electrician? And he goes, done. So he called Bill Gillum with Advanced Electric. 
Bill called me right back, and he said, what's the problem? I told him, he goes, I have a guy over the house within the hour. Went over to the house, and within an hour or so, they had fixed the problem. Thank you to Advanced Electric and Bill Gillum and his guys and to Mike Hayes for helping me out, you know. 904-448-1962 yep. for Thick Pen Heating and Cooling. Thick Pen, you got to Kevin AC, called that. Heat. What's that? What day did you call? Was Monday. You? Monday, yeah. yeah. Monday. Yeah. They're the best, man. Oh, yeah. I, you know, and, 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 you know, Mike and I exchange texts every oh, yeah. now and then. Yeah, me too. And, and I, I, I always, it's like, it's like I hate, like, I know. You know, texting him going, man, I got a problem. Yeah, I mean, but he's so good about it. He's, oh, he's great. You know, I mean, he is. They're, 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 they're good to everybody. Good, All right, let's good uh, do an updated weather forecast let's brought to you by the best barbecue in Jacksonville, and that's the Beard of Pig, two locations, one at Jacksonville Beach, the other one in San Marco right on Kings Avenue. And the forecast for the rest of today, you've got a small craft advisory caution. Okay, today south winds 15 to 20 knots, decreasing to 10 to 15 knots, seas 2 to 3 feet. Can I ask you something when you guys came in this morning? Yeah. Because I saw more west in it this morning than what they were calling for. All I know is when I looked over at the ocean when he was driving, the ocean was pretty calm. Yeah, so. It was rolling. Yeah. But it didn't look like it was very big. Maybe okay. two to three. Okay. All right. But at least it had some some west. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Joe. Tomorrow, south winds 5 to 10 knots becoming southeast 10 to 15 in the afternoon. Seas 2 to 3 feet. And by the way, pretty much every day has a chance of showers and uh, thunderstorms. So just kind of keep an eye out for that. Monday, south winds 5 to 10 knots. Seas 2 feet. Tuesday, southeast 5 to 10 knots. Seas 2 feet. Natural Weather Report brought to you each and every week again by the Bearded Pig and a Tides Report brought to you by Angie Subs. Right there at the corner of Beach and Penman, home of the best French fries on the planet. Today's tides, 2.07 p.m. at Mayport Bar Pilot Dock is a high tide. That's a 4.28. And this evening, 7.56 p.m. is a low tide. That's a .19. Tomorrow. In the morning at 8.50 a.m., it's a point, negative point zero one low tide. Mm. 3.12 p.m. tomorrow afternoon is a 4.3 high tide. That's your tide support brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs. Kirk, did, did, did you hear uh, Rick call in last, last week, or was it the weekend before, and he talked about that there's going to be 88 flood tides this year? I yes. remember that last week. That's amazing, man. Yeah. I mean – Seriously, when you stop and think about that, I mean, normally we have 14 to 20, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll have more because of a nor'easter or something like that. But sure. I'm talking about scheduled flood tides, 88. I wonder how he found that out. I was curious about that. He probably looked at a tide chart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like it's on our website. Yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. It, Think about it. If you went on the tide chart, you'd have to dig for it. Though. Yeah, well, he probably so you'd have to. He you'd have dug. to find out a different well, way. I mean, Nobody's going to sit there and go, "Okay, January." I, I, I one, totally disagree you know, with you. I know Rick, two, and he's looking for those flood tides. Three, and he probably, you know, yeah, three, <laughs> four, four, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I guarantee you that that he did. He went through that calendar. Sure, it's like it's like eighty-eight. That's 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 a lot of flood tides. Man. The uh, the the tide that was low yesterday morning because I mean we just did the tides yep. and um, the one that's this morning was a negative point zero four. Uh, yesterday it looked like that tide got really low yesterday, 
Did you I was, think so? I was offshore. Okay, you were offshore? Yep. Yeah, I don't know either. Yep. Offshore as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I, I was doing something neat yesterday that uh, – a little tip for, for, for the kayakers. One thing that Dylan kind of convinced me to do, and they, and they all probably know this, and I'm just dumb because I'm finally figuring it out, but going from spot to spot when you're in a kayak and even in a boat sometimes and you're just idling, troll a bait. Sure. Absolutely. And I, I yeah. caught I caught two fish yesterday. Yeah, tro- tro- trolling, just trolling hey, baits. Real quick before I forget, have you gone down there to see where they're dredging, where they're pushing stuff up on the beach? Are they pushing stuff up on the beach? Um, Kirk, we drove past it today when they had the, all the lights out with all the heavy equipment down there. It's close down close St. Augustine. Yeah, it's Gate Station. It's around the Gate Station. Well, they're doing something up there. Seemed like it was further south than that. But it was further it? south yeah. than there because they had all the floodlights and stuff on the beach. It was farther south than there, Kevin. I, if I they're my, my point is this. At least that's where all the equipment okay, was if, at. If they're dredging those sand hills, which they are, there's going to be all kinds of cool stuff pushed up on that beach, bro. Yeah, like artifacts maybe? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Could you think you, you think you might find like a... You could find anything. What do they call the giant uh, dinosaur sharks? Uh, uh, megalodons? Megalodons. Me- could you find a megalodon uh, uh, tooth or something that, like yeah. that? You might find coins. Yeah. I mean, they're out there on the sand hills. Yeah. You know? Gold balloons. Yeah, Absolutely. Logs as usual. Hey, by the way, it's been fun here. It yeah, has been. Trading Post Fish Bites. Thanks, thanks to those guys. The Outdoor Show is sponsored by some wonderful sponsors. Uh, the Bearded Pig, Best Barbecue in Jacksonville, Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store, Claw Nolan Cadillac, Fig Pen Heating and Cooling, Coastal Equipment, Consignment Boat Sales, LV Hires, Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters. Hagen. Coming to multiple locations <laughs> to Dear add you. to the ones that are already there. Atlantic Coast Marine, CNH Marine Construction, Tire Outlet, Kirby Co. Builders, Inc., Whalen Bay Marine, Shimano, Strike Zone, Angie Subs, Steenhatchee River Club. Welcome to Moe's, the sponsor of your two seminars today. And, of course, the Nimnick family of dealerships, Nimnick Chevrolet on Cassett Avenue and Nimnick Buick GMC on Phillips Highway. Real quick, we're going to be Atlantic Coast Marine on June 4th. June 4th. Saturday, June 4th. June 4th. They're going to give away a free trolling motor and a bunch of other goodies and a barbecue. And a barbecue. Folks, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See you. See you. See you. That's great, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Break out the heavy line.